and now. Hit it. All right. Good morning, everybody. It is Mornings with Matt and Bob, powered by Chewy. We have tested all our microphones, and we are uh, we are five by five. I don't even know what that means. Smokey knows. He was in the military. Uh, hey, it's uh, let's do today's starting lineup so you know the players taking the field. Because we want you to match the names with the faces. You may be new to town or whatever. Uh, the man straight ahead. He's rocking. See, he's got that. He's dripping today, guys, ladies. He's dripping. He's got he's got that uh, brawny man look today. All all plaited up. You and, need the brawnies uh, when you're dripping. You do. You do. <laughs> They're the quicker picker rubber. Right. Uh, he's the hardest working man in show business. A heavyweight champ in every aspect of his life, ladies and gentlemen. And there's so many aspects that uh, you would need a uh, abacus to to count them all. Uh, but he's our producer, ladies and gentlemen. Shoe head, a food head. He's a he's a sweetheart of a guy, right? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together. And everybody in the room, please. We got a full house today. Please, Thank Mr. Chewy El Dorado. Oh, it pains them so much. Thank you so much. We don't even need the it. we don't even need the recorded applause. We got so many hands in here today. So many hands. Twelve hands. Twelve feet, I think, too. Uh, the man to my right, he is uh, rocking the cable knit sweater today. It is a little chilly outside, and I get it. Uh, warmth first. And speaking of warmth, he's got a warm personality, ladies and gentlemen. And that's why, that's why he's been on uh, basic cable television, his own sitcom, coming into your home weekly on your little Sony what? Trinitron there. No way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he's, uh, he's uh, a professional stand-up kind. He's done stages from... Uh, from Tucson to Tucumcari. That that was the lyric I was trying to remember yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. From the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli, he uh, has entertained people uh, under the proscenium arch uh, each and every night, traveling. And, and That's just east to west, north to south. I don't even know how far he went. From Costa Rica to... Thunder Bay, Ontario. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, mm. please put your hands together for Austin's greatest living storyteller, the incomparable, the wonderful, the marvelous Mr. Matt Beard. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, if you need somebody who's a fan of uh, the wonderful Live On Helm or Leave On Helm. You like this? I got this in uh, I got this in Phoenix. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, he's got a brand new shirt on, but it, it looks very nice and old and tattered uh, of the band. The band, the band. Uh, the band, the band. Uh, the Last Waltz, uh, songs from Big Pink. If you haven't ever listened Music to the band. Music from Big Pink. Sorry. Uh, he'll sit down with you and walk you through it. I in met Robbie own- once. Vinyl analog kissa. That's right. He built it. He's so into analog and vinyl, ladies and gentlemen. He built his own Japanese right. listening room inside of his home. That's true. Of course, he has fifty-five rooms in that home, and he's got to do something with them. But he's still a man of the people. Don't believe me? Well, he has only ketchup on his burgers, like a plain child. So no, wait, just mustard. <laughs> now, don't get that argument going. I'm sorry. Who am I? And no one loves to talk more than their in their own intro <laughs> than my good friend, Mr. Bob. <laughs> Texas Radio Hall of Fame, Fonseca. We got hoops. We got Breakfast Club wrapping up the year. We got uh, Smokey, the understudy over there. I accused him of uh, stolen valor because he's got a United States Navy hoodie on. You and didn't I realize said, that he was a, he was a sailor. I, I asked him if he was a swabby or whatever they call him, and he said no. But my sister works on carriers. Which carrier? 
Do you know the name of it? Yeah. Uh, uh, Spectrum. Uh, USS Washington. The USS Washington. He oh, just made that up. Right, he was, he was like, that sounds like, that sounds like something that would be there. When I was in Phoenix, I went to the USS Arizona Monument that they have. Not the one that they have in uh, Hawaii. Yeah. But they've got, since it's the Arizona and Phoenix is in Arizona, they have over by one of the uh, uh, the one of the um, spring training camp stadiums mm-hmm. where I went to that Christmas show. They had uh, this big uh, Arizona USS Big, Arizona nav- big naval tribute. presence. Big naval presence in Arizona. Well, but they, they have it there, you know, because it was their namesake. And uh, anyway, what was the name of the, the, the boat again? USS Washington. Uh, Washington. Oh, cool. Forget. That's so cool. And you said she works in the comm tower. Yes. Which is where... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my. Oh, please work on your pronunciation. I said comm. Okay. If you don't know what comm, it means communication. Okay. God dang. These guys never saw Top Gun. That's when, when Maverick buzzed the tower. That's the comm tower. <laughs> and the, and the guy the guy spills the coffee all over himself, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, and he's like he shakes yeah. his fist at Maverick and he goes Maverick. Yeah, I saw a comm tower during the volleyball. Scene. Can you guys drop your t- drop your tongue low when you say calm? Calm tower. Okay, because you keep Commun- your tongue kind of communications. You keep saying communications and communication. It's not communications. It's communications, but it's the calm tower. Calm. C-O-M. But you got to get your head out of the gutter sometime, Matt. You're obsessed with all kinds of weird things. You're obsessed with... Calming. All kinds of liquids and juices, and you've got two rubber things back, back behind you over there. I don't... Those were real. You have an obsession. I... You need to look into that. An obsession. Anyway, Smokey, I, have, I apologize officially no. for uh, accusing you of stolen valor. It's a, I forgive you. You're your military family. You know what? You can get uh, USAA. <laughs> I have Navy Federal. Do you? Yeah. How's it? What's their interest rate on a new uh, Cybertruck? You know. Uh, good. <laughs> why did you I'm just? Not sure. Why did you just laugh? All you care about. I saw right you. Now is I saw that Cybertruck. <laughs> That's all you care about. Yeah. I parked, I parked next to one the other day. Do you see the I prices? Uh, it's it's you yeah, ready? Priced out. You got the down payment ready? I'm priced out because I don't remember which configuration we signed up for. I don't know if we did the five motor, the four motor, the three motor, the two motor, the one motor, the no motor. I don't know. You went all out. I don't even think I got the bulletproof sides. So you're going to get shot? I don't know. I don't remember when I was on that bus in London. I was on a double-decker bus going over the bridge when I, when I remember my, my son grabbed my phone and put my $100 down on one. That was like four years ago. And but you had to configure it at that time, right? Yeah, because there's different configurations, and I don't remember what we selected. I think dual motor, maybe all wheel drive. I don't know, so I don't know what it's going to come in at. I don't know. I don't know. I just know it's going to make Matt mad, and I don't want to do that. So I'm going to deprive myself. Make him mad. But your job is not not to please me. We're we're friends. I did see a bunch of cool reviews on it. You can be friends with people that you disagree with, and we've forgotten how to do that. And I don't agree with anything about you or how you live your life, but I still love you. Oh, okay. Well, I think I've done pretty good, but well, it's fine. I mean, that's fine. Well, you didn't get the bullet. I mean, I don't know how many Hall of Fames you're in, but. I mean, who's keeping score, right? I'll help you. You know what? I'm glad it's not bulletproof now. (laughs) I'll help you. Uh, Let's not start this way. We're starting by... I was just talking to Smokey because I offended him and I didn't... Thank you for your service, Smokey. Thank you, Smokey. 
What if you just get a regular truck and zip tie some steel plate to the outside of it? Yeah. Have you watched any of the videos? Yeah, it looks... No, he hasn't. Yeah, absolutely I have. What's I mean, have you seen picture? some of the performance stuff? Have you seen the tests that they've done against this all the other... Here's what doesn't make sense to me. Like Tell the F-150. Here's what Tell doesn't make sense the to me. Okay? Tell them. Is they keep people out there... Here's a weird thing about it, is that if people are into the... Like someone like Tesla Dan, even. He's just into the EV silo, not right. so much into the Tesla silo. But the people who are in the Tesla silo, they don't see. So people just keep sending me these videos about what an incredible high-performance vehicle this is. As long as you fill the bed and the frunk with extra batteries, or whatever. I'm just like, well, I don't understand. Then why are we getting this truck if what we want no, is a I performance got- vehicle? Why not just make a sports car? No, it's light. It's nimble. It's got. It's got that. What is it? What that? What kind of steering does it have with the front wheels and the back wheels? All wheel steering. I'll go, yeah, and it, yeah. Okay. I saw it pull. Buick I saw this. That. I saw it. What? I said Buick has that. I mean, it's well, not. Buick, it's not yeah. like a an go, individual. Get yourself a Buick then. Yeah. My buddy's thirty-year-old Honda Prelude has that. I got more Buick. Mm-hmm. You talking about the turn-by-wire steering? Yeah, it's got turn-by-wire steering. Very good, Smokey. Thank. Very you know good, Smokey. You and I. Yeah, I may have also looked at the truck too. Yeah. Are you getting Did one? you see it with, no. did you see it pull no. the sled? You know, the sled, you know, in like a truck pulling contest. Have you seen it do that and oh, out, the, outperform everything? The weight load, yeah. Yeah. It went past the it went past the maximum marker that no other That's pretty cool. Are you gonna wrap it or anything or like get some new rims or something cool? Well first I have to rob a bank. Okay. And then if I can get away with that, then we can talk about wrap, wrapping it. But I don't think so. Not initially. Mm-mm. Okay. I was thinking of maybe doing an FC-themed, you know, an Austin FC-themed one. Rapid. Don't you laugh. <laughs> Even the hoops is laughing over here. I'm a season ticket holder. I'm, That's wild, I'm entitled to... That's a, like a full-body bumper sticker. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. I think you just keep it steel. I don't know. I'm not getting it. It's, I'm priced out. And I... They haven't Talking even, a lot about a vehicle you're not getting. They haven't even sent... They haven't even sent any kind of information to me, so I don't know where I am on the list. I'll give you my reservation number. Maybe someone over Do they have your credit the factory card number? can figure it out. I hope it just shows up at your house. I was hoping I'd get the call. I thought I got the call Friday morning. You think Elon's going to call you personally? That was a great Elon impression you did, too, by the way. I don't think it was. I don't understand. It sounded, on the phone, it sounded legit. Maybe the compression of the, Maybe. Of the phone, because I heard the message back. And I was like, at first, I was like, who? I thought you had maybe Mike McRae had come in. No, he's kind of denasal. And uh, you have to have a, that, just the touch of that accident. But I had watched that whole uh, interview with yeah. him the day before. Oh, yeah, where he, that he did it. With it. Well, well, yeah. Right. That was a good interview. <clears throat> All right. Well, Phil Entertainment. I'm excited. I'll just wear a bulletproof vest when we're in it. Yeah. You're getting the first ride. I'm going to wear a bag over my head while we're in it. <laughs> I wish someone that owns one would drive by here and just let us have so a, we're make have a look inside. They're probably too busy going to an axe-throwing business. Well, the, the the factory's not too far from here, and it's a lot a lot in this area. There's a lot of act, you know, cyber truck activity in the kind of the east southeast part of town. Mm-hmm. That's where you're this most where likely to see one in the wild because the employees, some of the employees and the engineers have them at this point. At this point, 
If someone wants to swing one by, I'd love to sit in it. Oh, Check no. it out. Because I still have no idea of the scale of it. I've seen it on the road, but I have no would idea. Would you want to be in it with somebody else, or would you want it to be in it uh, alone so you can play with your comm tower? <laughs> can we remake the Whitesnake video with it? No, the hood's not long enough to do oh, that. Oh, you can't. Tawny Katane right would slide right slide off onto right her off head. head. That's another issue with it. Mm. I don't see any issues with it other than the price probably is going to be the... Well, I mean... It's going to uh, be the... The bed of the truck. You put a box in there, maybe. The way it looks, as it seems to be an issue as well. It's pretty small. No, it's not a problem. Okay. Okay. What am I doing? Uh, how many bales of hay have you seen me... Uh, Moving on the course of any given day. Well, that is an issue if you if you need a truck. I mean, you know what I mean. But I can throw, can I throw some mulch in there for my backyard? Can is will that hold a few bags of mulch and then I'm good to go. Three. I'm not going to move anybody. Hell, I'm not even going to drive you to the airport. Yeah, I, I have a feeling I anybody who buys a Tesla truck is not going to help a neighbor move. Anyway, I'm excited. Enough of that. I don't even know how we got off on that. I was talking to Smokey about the Navy. We were doing military talk. My dad was career Air Force, so I guess I could. Join, so you're forced to fight or you see him too or whatever. How what? come you haven't? Let's not go there. I got in trouble one time. Let's not go there. I do remember when they fired us once for something we didn't even we didn't do. even do. Yeah, that was kind of upsetting. Uh, yesterday we were exploring fads that don't make any sense. Oh yeah, uh, we had uh, stuff like phone booth stuffing, goldfish and, swallowing, right. a lot of stuff from the 1930s, basically. Um, let's move into uh, five more uh, fads. Fads of the past that uh, seem uh, confusing or don't seem to make any sense Talked to us. Talked a lot about streaking. It wasn't on your list, but maybe it'll show up today. Um, here's one, and it's... Uh, where's it from? Um, well, it, it's actually come, came back in the 80s, too. And that is... Um, Fake moles and beauty marks. Oh yeah, this goes back to Marie Antoinette. I you're, think you're actually kind of uh, and Madonna right had on. it right. Uh, a lot of the movie star Marilyn Monroe, I believe, because it would move around. Didn't uh, Marilyn Monroe have a fake mole? I Madonna. Don't know if hers is fake, but I could see that it it might be. She seemed to, to, usually you right know. about here. Um, I thought it was up here because that's where they get oh, the piercing. Sometimes up the there, sometimes down. Yeah. Uh, the 16th century, they were uh, weren't just uh, attention getters. They became uh, cover-ups. Uh, syphilis became kind of rampant throughout Europe, and so women started making beauty marks over their syphilis uh, blisters and scars, um, as to it not be as obvious. You know, the ladies up in the, the high fashion area, which really probably wasn't on them. Uh, if you were in the, if you were a wealthy woman, your dude was probably a philanderer. He was probably doodling around the city. Mm -hmm. They're bringing that home to you. They don't not, make them like not cool dudes, not cool. But uh, I don't understand though, really, though, why this one is listed in uh, in things that don't make sense. Because mm -hmm. uh, I mean, any beauty, anything you do for for beautification, right? Mm -hmm. Like dudes shaving, that's a thing that's done for beautification, right? Mm -hmm. Because you naturally grow hair. We so do if you're it shaving, for us, ladies. It's called grooming. Which is a different kind of grooming than what uh, Chewy does sometimes. But an earring? I mean, that's a thing that's not an... That's a... I mean, I don't understand that one. That seems like somebody who's writing this article is just harping on the ladies. But just drawing on a, a yeah. beauty mark seems kind of fun. Yeah. Who's that hurting? 
Mm-hmm. You don't have to. You don't have to poke any holes in anything. Well, sometimes I think they were. You're not going to get an freckles at one point. Yeah. Well, that's fine too. Bifurcate your tongue. Do what you need to. You do it's you. for you. Yeah. Just don't let anybody pressure you into doing those things. You do you. So I will say, and don't do it while you're high or drunk. First one on the list today, kind of a failure. And I, oh, what? Oh, get a tattoo, high or drunk? Yeah. Yeah, but it seems to be when the majority of tattoos are. Getting. But they're not. You're not. You shouldn't do that. And you, you're not. You know, you're not thinking. Well, I don't want to say you're not thinking straight, but you, you're under the influence. Do you have any tattoos you regret, Bob? No, I, I kind of want to get one, but of a cyber again, strike? I still have. You're gonna have it for I the rest of your that. life, man. Yeah, I know. Don't even. I know, there's nothing I believe in enough to put on my body permanently. You won't be able to get another job. You know. There was. Do you remember that time when they tell people if you get a tattoo, you won't be able to get a job? Yeah. And now tell that to Post Malone, right? Um, well, tell it to anybody in the He's city. Unemployed. You could see oh. guys who were walking downtown in uh, $2,000 suits, and you can see the neck tube popping out from underneath the uh, the dress shirt. I still think they're chefs, probably. When you see a neck tube, you just assume? Yeah, I just assume chef. Did I say neck tube? Yeah, that's fine. I like that's neck That's a tube. planet from Star Wars, isn't it? I believe it is. One <laughs> <laughs> of the creatures yeah, where Chewbacca came from. Yeah. Uh, Chew, any tattoos? No. Smoke? Not yet. What a bunch of lamos. Now we have now that but that's it that but smoke's the end of the millennial, right? Are you the youngest millennial? Or are I'm you the youngest Z? millennial? Oh you are? I mean oldest. Sorry. Okay. What's the cutoff on millennial? I was born in ninety eight. That should be the cutoff. That's uh, now young hip cool girls in college. I'm gonna imagine there's probably some tattoos somewhere. I'm not allowed. Still, it's forbidden. Well, my parents say until I'm like fully financially, fully independent. Oh, that's not. That doesn't happen in today's society. I know. That's how they got you. That's how they're saying never. They're like until you buy your own home. Exactly. You can't have a tattoo. And you're like you just forbade me for the rest of my life. And like one of my best friends does tattoos, and it was so hard every time I would go over to their apartment because they were like, "I can do one for you for don't, free." Can and I I'm tell like, you something? Don't do that don't, to me. Don't get a tattoo from a best friend. Why <laughs> don't not? get a tattoo do from They're a best friend? They're very talented. No, you're it's being nice. Your mind is being nice. Best friends tend to have like heavy hand or something like that. Mm. No, Hoops has tattoos. Yeah, Hoops has tattoos. I say, ask for forgiveness. Tattoos. I didn't even ask Coops. I just made the assumption that day she walked in. <laughs> but, I mean, well, she came in. She had, like, uh, a ra- rainbow uh, eyebrows. And I was like, yeah, she, this, this, you don't remember? Didn't you have your rainbow eyebrows? eyebrows? I've never had rainbow <laughs> eyebrows. It's a good idea. Use That's a good idea, isn't it? Sure. Never had rainbow eyebrows. I, I, no, you I'm dyed your using it as like a euphemism. Yeah, they were blonde. Yeah, they were blonde eyebrows. Yeah. Did, so then blonde. why, why put up the, oh my God, never rainbow? I mean, it's. Rainbow's, like, crazier. How dare you? Yeah, crazy. Well, I don't even think it's crazier. I think I think your youth should be spent doing, living your life and, and having filling it with joy. Okay. I don't think you should ever okay. slow down on the uh, when they tell you when people say, "Well, you're gonna have you're gonna you may regret this." Fine, yeah. then regret it later. Boo-hoo. Exactly, that's what I think. The thing about regret is it's better to regret something not done you have done than regret something you haven't done. And when you see your mom this weekend, tell her Satan, 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 <laughs> Satan. <laughs> Nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. Nightmare, yeah. nightmare, nightmare. nightmare. Okay, taking notes. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. It's all taken care of. Uh, let's get back to the uh, the fads. Ten old fads that don't seem to make any sense to us today. Even though, really, now I will say this one doesn't make sense. 
And it was, uh, this one's from the 1920s, and it usually came with, we make fun of it now in our day and age, with uh, straw hats and pennants, oh, yeah. but yeah. the raccoon coat. Yeah. I thought it was, I always thought it was bearskin, but you're right, it was raccoon. Full-length raccoon yeah. coats, for some you reason, would hold a pennant and you took look. off in the Ivy League schools, yeah. and hmm. the thing is that uh, the the Ivy League was people looked up to, so then a lot of other people really wanted to get these raccoon coats. Um, men in fur coats, I would say not really a desirable thing anymore, right? I don't know. I like some furs. When you see some, some stars on the on the gala carpet. Mm-hmm. Like who? ASAP. Uh, who else? Like Ken from Barbie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he wear a fur coat? In the movie, yeah. he did. Let me ask all you ladies something. Sorry to go right back to you, but today's our last day with you, so we might as well utilize I'm so happy as much for as possible. I, I am, too. I know. Well, it's got to be delightful to know that tomorrow you're sleeping in. Um, <laughs> the question is, would you, if you saw a man in a fur coat, full-length fur coat, first thought? Gay. Really? <laughs> no, I would rock or, one totally. Or, now she backs down, but... Slay. Gay or slay, there's no way to tell, really. By the way... There's genuinely no way. ...game we're playing uh, later on today is gay or slay. Um, Yeah, it's a bold statement. It is, it is, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I can't... Obviously, I can't assume one's sexuality. Oh, don't, don't. You don't don't have to back down. We know you were making a joke and you're not in trouble, and most gay men out there right now are going to go, yeah, nailed it. But I'd say, yeah, I'd say, like, okay, go off, period. Do you, do you. But it wouldn't necessarily, I mean, it would turn your head, but it wouldn't necessarily turn your head where you go, hmm, that guy. I don't know. I just, it I've would be stunning. One. To me, it would be, st- you, you yeah. would wear a full oh length. Oh, my God. I've looked. In I've even tried on some that were made for, I need a for ladies just to see if maybe I could pull it off. Cause you'd look like uh, Ben Stiller. Yeah. In the right. Zoolander. Yeah. yeah. I get that a lot. If you know how to put it all together, it's... Uh, mm-hmm. It'll look good. Yeah. I think so. It, it's got to be the right color. I wouldn't do white. Didn't Ken have a white one? No, it was like kind of. It was several colors, right? It was like a white and a white. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like Greta Gerwig was working with all kinds of different color palettes in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another thing that we're not using as much anymore, and that is post-mortem photography. It became yeah. all the fad back Shot. in the day. That's so weird. The 1800s was to prop up a body right as in somebody died room. and take a final photo with them. Mm-hmm. The Even li- the family would sometimes gather around a family member, their corpse, yeah. and take a photo. We seem to not do that so much anymore. Daniel, who used to work with us, was highly creeped out with photos, and if you showed him a photo, one of these postmortem photos, he would get the heebies. No, it, it creeps and me out too. That's when he came up with the. That's when he came up with the phrase that killed us one day when we were just like, Daniel, that person's been dead for over a hundred years. It's mm-hmm. just a photo, and he would say, "There's no expiration date on dead photos." Right. Which was on dead children. Dead I mean, children. Is that what it yeah, was? Uh-huh. And that was an incredible, incredible statement. No, those things are even creepier because they're they're right in the family. I guess in the in the old day they didn't call it living room they call it the parlor or something right and these they would just prop up a coffin in in the parlor next to the fireplace there's something about a human face too that when you're dead it, it's you're just, no, just you can tell man. you can tell in every one of those photos who the dead person is yeah the far off like the stare whatever didn't they have in some of the pictures some kind of structure behind their back to yeah. hold them up well they when, had like they, they had wouldn't pho- be in a coffin they had photography studios in the city and you would load your dead grandma 
or Peepaw into the wagon, and then you would drive them into town, and then you would set them up at the studio, and at the studio they had these things where they could put a brace behind their head and, yeah. and kind of pose them, and then the rest of the family would get around. Gather around. Gather around. We're going to take a photo. All right, with smile. Kick. Say cheese. I take a picture with the body in case my job needs proof. Wow. <laughs> uh, you never know. Yeah, you never know. I should open a business where I do this. Oh, you should. I should. That's how I make money in life. Yeah. I want to visit, but just open up a studio that. where I can oh, do post mortem. Just put it the dead emoji. Please, <laughs> please put it in the middle of the mall. <laughs> oh my god, like Lakeline Mall. At Lakeline Mall, that'd be yeah. perfect. Just put it right next to uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, don't put it next yeah. to a food plate. I'll put it next to, I'll put it next to Spencer's. Oh. Oh. So Spencer's, post-mortem photography. Slash Just do one of the kiosks so you can like, oh, right in the middle. Hey, hey, come on, don't you want this? Next to it. Just to, like, oh my God. We got a special today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two for one. Bogo. Only fans account. Only dead bodies. Oh, gross. Uh -uh. There should be, I mean... Uh -uh. But they're posed still in, <laughs> in slightly Ew. seductive photos. <laughs> it's just a dead body. It's for, like, people who are into necrophilia and stuff. They pay a good amount of money. Make You make some cash. Well, I'm glad that that thing... Is, I'm glad that is not happening anymore. Pointy that. shoes. <laughs> you know, like, what we think of as, like... Uh, King Jester shoes. Will yeah. they curl? Yeah, they curl up or whatever. That was in style? They're called Krakows. Um, they were... Uh, they, they have little balls on the end, little bells or whatever? Yeah, they could have bells or whatever. Like elf shoes? And uh, sometimes they had metal in them to help them be pointy, but that, that kind of... It was like a 1300s. 1300s is when people were wearing them, up until 1400s. That was probably a reason for that, so you the, the rats don't eat your toes or something. There were a lot of rats on the street in the 1300s and the plague, and it was probably so you could curl your feet up a little bit, lift and them. shuffle through all the rat yeah. carcasses. Right. Uh, the more aristocratic you were, the longer your toe on your shoe had to be. They'd stuff them with junk like moss and hair, so they wouldn't get floppy. Uh, and then in 1463, oh, that's when uh, Columbus uh, the discovered king, America. The king of England. Banned anyone who wasn't from nobility from having shoes with a point longer than two inches, which is, he was saying, hey, look, this is only for rich people. You're not allowed to have it. That's stolen valor. Yeah. So they were like the Mexican boots. Can I've you, seen those yes, before, yeah. Could you imagine, though? How do you run away like if, in those things? If, the, if they came out today, like the president of the U.S., whoever it was, <laughs> whichever old white guy it was, mm -hmm. came out and said... Um, you can't wear Balenciaga or Louis Vuitton or any of those things unless you make over $300,000 a year. That's a good rule. Mm -hmm. Actually, could probably help the economy, it couldn't really, it? Yeah, well, it would help. They wouldn't want That's anti-capitalism, though. I know. I know. Uh, so this is a thing. Is this, Here is a top 10 fad that has faded, and it's... Uh, it, Big in the 80s, a little bit in the early 90s. And Cocaine. definitely, it's the kind of thing that would get you kicked out of school now. But uh, the panty raid oh, yeah. over in Dunwich. Oh, y'all broke into houses. Okay, y'all, what does that mean? Well, you too. It was usually in dormitories. I think it was probably more 
you and know, you co-ed dormitories. All of the ladies' panties and smell them and run out. I don't know about the smelling. I never, I've never smelling. Smelling. I've never been part of a panty raid okay, before, that but make I've heard sense. of them. If you're getting clean panties, there's what's the point in smelling a clean panty? Okay, that's ridiculous. Okay, why not have... just go to the grocery store and smell the gain? Well, they didn't have the best uh, detergent back what? then. What do you they? say? Oh, really? That's cruel. What did they do with the panties when they stole them? The you whole guys. thing was that they had in- integrated schools, or what do you, co-edited them or whatever, mm-hmm. and then it became, a, you know, dudes would run in, out of thin air, steal your panties, and the girls would go, oh, well. Some girls probably were like, oh, God, guys are ridiculous. Did but they? at the time, their voices were held down. At the University of Missouri in 1952, the National Guard had to be called in. Over 2,000 male students went on a panty raid rampage. They kicked in doors. They broke windows at sororities and dorms. They stormed the halls. Some of the women tried to fight them off with broom handles and buckets of water. (laughs) Underwear was stolen. (laughs) But the problem was it went from underwear to money, jewelry, and other things. Basically, two thousand. It's all robbery. Men yeah. broke in and just robbed a bunch of people and tried to call Even it a panty Even the panty rating. one is robbery. I, I don't know how expensive they were back then, but they were just the beige uh, laundry day panties, weren't mm-hmm. they? Here is where times have changed. The National Guard was called in to subdue these two thousand men that stole all this stuff, and people. Some people said uh, these guys should be kicked out of school. Some of you should be done. The governor of Missouri gave a speech in which he said. Boys will be boys. Oh, my God. Classic. Right. <laughs> we need to get back to them good old days. Huh? You know what I mean? Make it great again. <laughs> All it was was just, it's just robbing. Now, this one I've never heard of. Here's the number one thing that's gone. Are you ready? What are you laughing at? For Me? two days now, I've had to watch a nature channel, and it's distracting. I feel like, oh, I'm, in yeah. a, I feel like I'm in a, a, a wings stop. What is that? I, I didn't even I, know that was no, playing no, over there. Going on for two for days For two now. days, I've been, watching, days? I've been yeah. watching nature videos. Did I think that was just a screen No, saver? but if you're going to do that, put that channel on where people crash a lot and stuff. What's that like one? car crash. Chive? Chive. Put <laughs> yeah. the chive on, at least. We have a screen in here, and for some reason, it has been connected to some kind of service. <laughs> Love Nature Channel. Just showing the Love Nature Channel, and it just shows. I don't like hate it. But little baby seals yesterday. that are that are nursing from oh, their mom. Look how cute that thing is. <laughs> that looks like Chewy. Yesterday, that looks like Chewy. Yesterday was very insect centric, and so I was really getting freaked out because I yeah. like looking at big uh, grasshopper heads and stuff. But all right, I mean, I hope they don't show any sharks. They did. I, they oh, did no. earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, what's going on? Look at that baby seal. Aww. Ready for a clubbing. Uh, here's the last one that Go doesn't ahead. seem to make any sense. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It the was, like, bird eating was, it. Yeah, the bird was, like, uh-uh, putting its beak in its seal. eye. <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't. We're, li- we're Just listening. Just until we get to the end. <laughs> we're Just listening. We get to the we're end. listening. Here's a fad that... Is no longer going on, but I think this is the number one fad that's no longer happening that doesn't make sense. In 1987, scientists were observing a pod of orca whale, whales, mm-hmm. of orca. Oh, man. One of them killed a salmon and then wore it on top of its head like a hat. <laughs> After it did that, that pod, the rest of the members began killing salmon and then wearing them on top of their heads 
like hats. Oh, my God. During the rest of that year, they started noticing that more and more pods, it's began, the, the fad began to spread amongst the orca where they would wear salmon on their heads as hats. After a six-week period, they all stopped wearing salmon as hats. Oh. But that's, a, that's the end of it. Wow. I thought I would tie it in here as we watch Love Nature. <laughs> we have lost the show. Sometimes I'm sorry I pointed that out. It's I, okay, though. I, I've, been, I've also been wondering what was going on Maybe they'll lock those orcas up at SeaWorld. I love orcas. They're my favorite animal. Really? Really? They're, they're so beautiful. Why? They're so smart and intelligent. They're beautiful, and they're so violent, and, like, they kill <laughs> sharks, and I don't really what like about sharks. What about, like, monkeys and stuff? Like a baboon? Or, like, a baby cow. Those are smart. Monkeys freak me out because when I look at them too much, it's like they're so human-like. Like I don't like human. them anymore. I, I like love orcas, though. big red butt, and they, like, shake Ew. <laughs> no, that rash. They need a little diaper cream or whatever. Yeah. Do you like the idea that something can be smart and beautiful, but then also murder? <laughs> it, there's something beautiful about it, and also there's how do you so... feel about Ted Bundy? Oh God. <laughs> okay, that's uh, that's just that's no. Different. She's talking about the circle of life. I'm thinking about. I'm just talking about Matata. Hakuna Matata is not the circle animal. of life, though. It's a different song. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> what's it the means no of worries life? for the yeah. rest Well, of what's day? the Circle of Life song, then? Uh, can it's you the feel the love tonight? The no, that's, that's where you hold the baby up. I will rocks. say that people have really shazammed that movie, or whatever it's called, uh, Abracadabra, whatever. Yeah. You know that, that effect, the Mandela effect? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where people think that Hakuna Matata is the Circle of Life, but the Circle Damn of it. Life is not. I thought it was all hand in hand. No, Hakuna no. Matata is after he gets kicked out of the family, yeah. and then he makes two no, friends. Pumbaa. One of them's a hog, and one of them's a something else. Oh, a Pumbaa. Yeah, meerkat. Meerkat. Yeah, a meerkat and Pumbaa. And right after his father died. Timon. Yeah. Hey, just chill out, bro. Everything's cool. Oh, Timon and Pumbaa, yeah. And they, they sing that song. All right, yeah. It's a very emotional song. I want to see it in Broadway so badly. Me too. <laughs> I, feel like I, would, I feel like I'd cry. I gotta do this. I feel like I would <laughs> cry. Makes me cry. I would cry. Because when I see that when, when the choirs are in the airplane, like in the airport, and they sing it, like, oh my god, it's so cool. What? You the haven't choirs seen those are in the airport. Yeah. You haven't seen those like like the cast of Broadway, like or like Broadway musicals. They'll sometimes just sing like in public. To, like, give yeah. the public a show. Can I say... And that gives me chills. And I believe this with all my heart, <laughs> that best. your algorithm may be different than ours. Okay. Maybe. Fair? Happy? Fair. Yeah, fair. 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 That's the circle of data. Bob's, Bob's just shows him cyber trucks over and over <laughs> again. Weezer is gone Hollywood. I report the news. That's what I do. It's Bob Fonseca's Rock and Roll News. Pretty things, my babies. How you doing out there in rock and roll land? We got a good one today. Rock and roll news. It's time. I'm rock's last great reporter. Uh, and luckily, you have me through exclusive contract with KLBJ. Uh, I'm here with you every morning around this time to bring you the rock news headlines that you can't live without, really. Uh, I try to... I, I curate the best headlines. There's more out there, but I try to bring you the best. We're going to start out. Uh, did I mention my name, by the way? Yeah, you said you were Bob Fonseca. Thank you. I'm Rock's last great reporter. Can we see an ID, please? Yeah, right. I've been asked that a few times. I was a no officer. You have no right. But here it is anyway. <laughs> now and then frisk I me. stack it on top of my concealed carry card and then give them both to him because that's what you have to do. Did you know that? Yeah. 
Huh? There's All a right. whole process you have to do. If they even care about that stuff anymore, I don't know. What was I talking about, Weezer? And, oh, by the way, we're going to have a very special end of semester rock and roll news junior for you brought to you by uh hoops and uh, breakfast club who are about uh, both here by the way i went to a restaurant in uh, tucson or where was i in arizona you were in phoenix more specifically scottsdale, scottsdale arizona there's a there's a breakfast restaurant there near Whoa. the resort called the Denny's. breakfast called breakfast club I took a picture. I'll send it to you. Thank you. Let's go. I took a picture for you. Anyway, let's go. She says, all right, let's go with the rock and roll news. I wanted to start out with Weezer. What I want to tell you about Weezer, they're in a holiday film, and I don't know if Kara Bearden has seen this one yet, but uh, it may be worth a watch or even a listen. Weezer is in a new Netflix Christmas film. Let's dive into this, shall we? Now, Weezer's not really one of our staple artists here at the Mighty KLBJ. They're Mm-mm. they're from across the hall, but you know what? It's still rock and roll to me, damn it. You know what I'm saying? Sorry if you have kids in the car. We'll get to Rock and Roll News Jr. in a second. Re- Weezer is getting in the Christmas spirit by appearing in Netflix's new film, Family Switch. Why, why does the title make me feel like I've already seen this before? People don't Haven't they like, done all the Switch movies by now? you got to remember this. For Christmas movies, you want to feel like Christmas, but you don't want your mind to work. You, my wife has explained this to me. So you, you just want to, just it just wants to feel good. So it's not about uh, uh, stunning plots or trying to figure something out. Last night we watched A, a Kloosterfook Christmas. That's crazy. That's nuts. It turned the genre on its head. Mm-hmm. That's just emotion porn? The flick, yeah. the flick is a spin on the. Uh, it's a new spin on a Freaky Friday kind of plot starring Jennifer Garner, and I thought she only did like uh, credit card commercials. I I thought she was out of. It's her best I th- work. I think so. I think so, Chewy. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Capital. What's one. in your wallet? See, I don't do it right. Absolutely not. She does it right. Uh, but, yeah, she got the nod for that Netflix film. And she's with Ed Helms from The Office. I don't remember his character. Love name. Ed Helms. What was, his, was his name just Ed? It was Andy in The Office. It was Andy, wasn't it? His real it? name, yeah, Ed Helms. What was his job? He was a salesperson. Just regular sales along yeah. with Creed and all mm-hmm. those? He was a cornball. All right. Uh, it was released a few days ago, and fans are flocking to see the band make a surprise cameo. I'm talking about Weezer performing. Santa Claus is coming to town with Ed Helms' character. Um, his character's name's uh, Bill Walker, and he's got a garage band called Dad or Alive. <laughs> oh, I, I got to see this movie. Ooh. You and Kara want to come over tonight and watch it? Absolutely. I'll pop some corn. Can we all get under the same blanket? Mm. My wife's out of town. Mm. Uh-oh. I know where that leads. No, no, Are we no, going to no, do no. a high five at some point? No, no, While no. you scream, get, Eiffel Tower. Get your, get your hand out of the gutter. Here's it your- looks like... Uh, uh, Rush may go back on tour. Uh, Alex Lifeson has been dropping some heavy hints that he and Getty Lee, who's the bass player, are looking for a drummer. Uh, Good luck. Now, you can never replace the great... Uh, the great... Um, Neil Peart. Neil Peart. I've read his books, by the way. He's got some nice travel Closer books. to the heart. But Closer to the heart. They could perform with a new drummer. Not necessarily a better drummer, but a new drummer. And uh, hit hit the road again, and why not? Sir, I think I think Neil Peart would uh, approve of that. Um, yeah, so they're both up to 
touring and performing again, so let's hope so. I, I, you know what? Yeah! I've made it a New Year's resolution in 2024. I've already started my list. I'm going to finish my book. Okay. I'm going to grow my YouTube channels. Check. I am going to start writing songs. Okay. Can try not to make my kids cry. All right. And that's pretty much it. And try to keep my job here. Good luck. Uh, on which part? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was I going? What was I saying? Oh, New Year's resolution. What was I saying? Now I don't know where I was going. You were talking about... Uh, what was I talking about? Rock and roll? Oh, Rush. Rush. I want to get into Rush a little more. Maybe they're better than I give them credit for. I don't, I don't know. Hit me up at Bob's Rock News and tell me what I should, which Rush album I should uh, start off with. So I want to start off with a really good one if I'm going to get into them. I don't know where to start. Tom moving Sawyer, the moving Pictures? I don't think that was the name of the album. Should I could be been. wrong. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Uh, Joe Satriani. Now, there's some speculation. He's going to be on the new Sammy Hagar tour, which sounds like it's going to be very Van Halen-centric. And there's a lot of speculation out there if Satriani is going to attempt eruption. Let's go around the room. Can he pull it off? Smokey, can Sats, can Satsmo, can he pull off eruption? I think he can. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, do people really call him Satsmo? I like that. I do. Okay, thank you. No, he's always been called Satsmo. Doesn't that belong to someone else? Yeah, Louis Armstrong. But he's Satchmo. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. That's Sammy Hagar. He's got some kind of press agent. Holy cow. Him How's his Kiss, tan looking? Him and Kiss are in the news. Every, Kiss is still in the news, and they broke up three days ago. What tone is Sammy Hagar's oh skin right now? Oh, my God. I don't know. That'll tell uh, us Mammoth, what uh, WVH, uh, Mammoth. Uh, they've announced that they're going to be headlining. Now, you, you know, they they support a lot of uh, hard rock bands out on the road, but they've announced the 2024 North American headlining tour. And here's a story that I'm really interested about before we get to the kids for the Rock and Roll News Junior from Hoops in the Breakfast Club. Uh, one of my favorite albums of all time is going to get the 50th anniversary expanded edition half-speed mastered Abbey Road treatment. If you don't know this album, you should definitely listen to it front to back. Band on the Run by the wonderful Paul McCartney and Wings. Heard of it. I'll put Band on the Run up there with the Beatles albums. It's a, it's it's good start to finish. Great songs, mm-hmm. great variety, mm. great dynamics, mm. well recorded. No, he went to where you used to live to record Band on the Run. Where I used to live, Louisiana? No, in Africa. Nigeria? Well, more specifically, Lagos. Oh, okay. Or Lagos. Is it Lagos? Yeah, I mean, I spent some time in Lagos, but I never They recorded some of it, a band on the run, until things fell apart, until McCartney got robbed at gunpoint or at knife point in Lagos. That sounds sounds like Lagos. (laughs) Because he was looking for a place to record band on the run. Denny Lane, Linda, and Paul. They were just a threesome at that point because a couple guys quit. I'm coming off the top of my head on this one. And he saw that EMI had a studio in Africa. And so he said, well, we'll go record there because we can record for free. Boy, was he surprised when he got there. He did not get a warm reception. 
because the locals felt like he was appropriating their music mm. for his own profit. Mm. And there was a little controversy there. Sound like Peter Gabriel didn't go there when he decided to appropriate music? Then he, well, then they, he got robbed. Paul Him Simon? and Linda got robbed at Knife baby. Point baby. outside the studio one night. They got some tracks down, some basic tracks, but then they came back to England and finished finish the recording. Well, I guess it's a little, it can be a little sketchy. But I love Band on the Run. It's going to get the full treatment with uh, <laughs> special mixes. Like, what, what do they call that when you take all the instruments out of a mix and you, it's... Uh, acapella? No, it's not that acapella, but when you strip it, strip down. They're going to oh. release some stripped down versions of songs from Band on the Run, and it's going to get the multi-disc treatment. So I'll be getting uh, that. That'll help those songs. I'll look for that. the music. We'll get more information on that as we get closer. And you 2 has added four more nights to the Sphere. I'm going to the Woo! Sphere in February with my friends yeah. Michael and Shay. We're going to... We're gonna hang out. I wish out we were friends. It's weird because you originally the original deal was the the three of us were gonna go. And yeah. Then you bought tickets and yeah. then you decided to take your neighbors. Yeah, that's right. It's time for Rock and Roll News right. Junior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Move on. Move on, everybody. <laughs> and as part of their uh, agreement here with the station and to finish their uh, college credit. Uh, Hoops Hoops. and Breakfast Club are going to uh, handle Rock and Roll News Jr. for the kids out there. Now, be careful because these are headlines for the kids on the way to the dropout zone. They're a little little distracted right now. They're waiting for for the holiday break. But they're they're working their way through through their classes right now. They're they're staying in touch. What do you got for me, kids? Well, I know this will catch many of the children's attention. Fortnite. Mm. Has dropped. This is good. She's good. The headliner for their Fortnite festival mode coming up on the 9th of December. Wait, but they're going to have a festival within the game? Within yes. the game. They've is done it? this. They've done this multiple times. Right. And they finally dropped they who is going to be. Concert. They had a Travis Scott concert, yes. It's right. going to be Eminem because they just released a scan. No. No. No? The headliner is. It's got to be the Foo Fighters. They play every festival. (laughs) (laughs) The Weeknd. Yay! The Weeknd will be headlining the Fortnite Festival happening on December 9th. Well, okay. Fortnite Festival mode releases on December 9th across all regions on Fortnite. That's too sexy for Fortnite. Have they released any other bands? That is the only one I think they have released. I don't know if it's like a full-on like lineup festival, but... um, I'm sorry, I'm having one of um, uh, Bug's Bugs Old Bananas. It was on the counter, so he's not here. So, But anyway, I'm in... Go ahead. I hope you enjoy the bananas. It's pretty good. Some adults, some parents have raised the question, will any sexual content be within this Fortnite festival since it is the week? Weekend, sexy man with very sexy music. If the liberals no. have their hey, way, yes. tell me. The answer is no. Aww. They tweeted, "Can't believe we need to post this, but there's no sex in Fortnite Festival." Why? But all his songs are about cocaine and sex. I know, I know. They also said our PEGI ratings descriptor refers to sexual references and lyrical content. I'm, 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 I'm guessing that maybe they changed some of the. Lyrics. Any other bands? Is that, is that cute? Gwen Stefani and her beau. Uh, <laughs> Blake Shelton. Are they gonna Are they gonna you be think, in the Fortnite festival? Oh, that would, so that would get my interest. You think they You think the kids are gonna want that? I don't know what the kids want.
on? I'm so out of touch. That's why I asked you to do this. Bo- remember, Bob thinks a 40-year-old is a child. He thinks No Doubt just came out. <laughs> yeah. You also think that Foo Fighters would be the band that's well, they've done every, every they've festival. done every other festival this that's year. That's true. That's true. It was a good joke. Um, well, what else? Do, what do you have, uh, Hoops? Oh. Beyonce's Renaissance Tour film, oh. number one globally right now, and it earned over the weekend $21 million. Is that in stereo? <laughs> Ask the movie theaters. I don't know what that means. Can that I means see it in, both, can I like, see it in Dolby Atmos? Oh, I, I'm sure you can. Is it in color? Beyonce. Yes, yes, it's color. Is yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. I know when you were a kid, they didn't have colored films. I don't know. Is it, no, what is it, what's the aspect ratio? They didn't ratio? have film when he was a is kid. It, <laughs> I feel really sad. Is it 16 by 9 or 2.35 to 1? Yes. Ask. Okay. Yeah. Which one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> These kids when, today. When Bob was a kid and he wanted to see a movie, they, they would go downtown and, a, and a, uh, somebody would just put on a marionette show. It was called a, it was called a uh, zoetrope. Yes. Was the guy playing the piano in the theater? Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was right there. We used to throw rotten fruit at him. Oh, he hit him no. Tomato, tomato, tomato. Thank you for not doing the Billie Eilish coming out story because I don't think that would have been appropriate. For, I, but yeah, thank you. You guys passed. I'm passing you with flying colors. You really tapped into the youth with your stories. I wouldn't you get the, the concept into the youth. You get the concept. I appreciate that. It's time. It's time for the rock and roll news salute. And this goes to one of my stringers who sent me two stories, including the Wings one. And this this salute goes out to uh, my reporter Michael Herman. Hey, Michael Herman. Appreciate the help. I don't need it, but you know what? You can send me your stories at bobsrocknews at gmail.com. Also tell me, sing us out, Drew, what Rush album I should get started with as I start on my Rush journey preparing for the 2024 reunion tour. Uh, yeah, hey, what a great one today. We we, I love we involved Smokey, Breakfast Club, Hoops, Matt chimed in. All the hits. No, you didn't do much, but you pressed the buttons at the right time today, Chewy. I don't so, know why your rights are being read. Uh, you know, rock and roll saved my life in 1971 when I was just a little kid. Stuck in my room with my headphones on. I had no friends, no girlfriend. Played a little bit of sports, but uh, I was kind of a misfit. But you know what? The Rockers were my friends. You know what I mean? Uh-uh. That's all you need. I'll see you guys later. I'm going to go to get a snack. Oh, out of man. It's a vending machine. Right? Woo! That was a good one. Hey, Bob, can you hold off on going to the vending machine for about uh, three or four minutes? kind of hungry. We that, don't have anything that, good that in there. That banana was kind of... We don't have hot Cheetos in there. I think the honey bun's the only thing. Oh, my god. You know we have a closet full of cookies, though, the cookie Greg brought. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Get those out. There's, uh, I think there's some big chip in there. You still got some Milano's in there? There might be some Milano's. I will say this. You tried to talk me into that Milano last time. That's a dry cookie. That's a dry cookie. Uh, I guess that's what the rich people like is a dry cookie. You're supposed to dunk it. You dip it. Dip it where? I don't know. In something. In something. You eat chocolate chip cookies out of packages. Well, let's do it. Let's go around the room while everybody's here. Favorite cookie. Your go-to cookie. We'll see if we've got it in the cabinet. Let's start with Smokey, and then we'll go around the room uh, counterclockwise. Um, Your desert island uh, cookie. uh, Four seconds. Nilla wafers. (laughs) You're kidding. 
Get I love him. Pillow Why don't you just say saltine cracker? I, uh, listen, I got nothing Oreo. against like vanilla Oreo wafer. Too. I got nothing against it. Once I get You're allowed. Going, I'll eat a whole box of Smoky. them. Smoky. Honest but question. Not the most exciting cookie. I don't know why they're dogging on you because no. let me ask you that. That's a biscuit. Will you agree that wafer. vanilla wafer is better not when you first open it, but if you leave the box yes. open for a day and they, soften. And they get kind yeah. of soft? Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. yeah. All right. How do you eat them? You eat them with, with uh, milk or something? Um, There's a half gallon upstairs if you want. I <laughs> raw, raw, just raw, oh, raw straight. Nilla. Raw dog and yeah. the vanilla wafer. Hey, and don't get the low fat ones. No, Go yeah. all the way or whatever. Okay, first of all, they you can afford ones. it. Yeah, there's a there's in shape ones, still. There's, there's a low fat version. They don't taste as good. Yeah, are you getting low fat because no, you think you're bigger? No. Okay. All right. Uh, Breakfast Club. I love the uh, frosted sugar cookies, the pink ones. Yeah. From either HEB or Target or Walmart, they all have. Are oh, these those ones from the like the Mexican bakery that you're talking about? The big I no. don't know the pink. Conchas? Sh- yeah. No, I'm talking about like frosted or sugar. They're soft, like frosted. They're like the oh, okay. base cookie is like a sugar cookie, but it's like super soft, and on right. top it has pink icing with gotcha. sprinkles on gotcha. top. Gotcha. Mm. So good. Mm. It doesn't matter where they're from. Mm. They're so good. They're so. Mm. I like to so chill good. those when I get them. Ooh. I do. I really do. Wow, you just elicited a double woo. It's not the first. <laughs> it's not the first time. I guess <laughs> not the first time. And well, I mean, outside of this room, it's his first time in this room. Uh, Cybertruck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Smoky. Ah. All right, hoops. What do you got? Go to uh, your desert island cookie. I was gonna say the same thing, but I'll add another one: peanut butter Oreos. I can say though. Let me just say before we get to the peanut butter Oreos, those pink cookies can get a little chalky sometimes. I wish they would give you a free sample at H E B. That's fair. You yeah. know, yeah, the chalk, not the pink part, but the cookie I'm just part with the free can be part. can be a little chalky. Okay, go ahead, peanut butter Oreos. Oreos I yeah. never had those. Really good. This sounds like a real delight. Real good, real good. <laughs> right. Put them on vanilla ice Which part ice is peanut butter? The cookie. The cream. The cream part is peanut butter, so it's Get chocolate peanut stuff. butter. How did they even stuff. think of yeah. that? How do they even think it's of putting peanut thing. butter in there? Have you had the mint ones? The mint Oreos. Yeah, those are good. But my favorite are the lemon cream okay. Oreos. The vanilla, like they're the vanilla cookie with the lemon cream in there. Those are my uh, desert island mm-hmm. Oreos. Anyway, yeah. uh, I, my favorite cookie is the. Uh, I got to hand it to the Girl Scouts of America. I got to no. hand it to them. Thin Every mints. single one of those are trash. Thin mints. I'll eat a whole sleeve. I won't eat two sleeves, but once that foil is open, we're going to we're going to Flavor Town. Me and Guy Fieri. Introduce something new, or enhance, I don't care. I don't care. And I like to freeze those suckers. I don't buy them anymore, and I I'm not freeze ashamed those either. thin mints. When they ask me, I'm saying, "No, I don't like those. Those suck." That's what I tell the little girl. That's my that's my desert island. Matt, desert island cookie. We're going counterclockwise around. Well, my holy grail cookie. I don't think it's made anymore. I know. I can't find it. It, it Gamesa fa- uh, factory used to make this. It was a ring that had pink icing on it. When I grew up mm. in the valley. That was the number one. I, and so I dream of that. But I keep looking it up. And it's I one keep, of those hard cookies. Everybody in, in, in those discussion groups or whatever says it's not made anymore. You, I, you think I'm going to say the big chip because I, I am the big chip's biggest stand. But, you are the big, big chip Jesus. But you, you lately, spread the word. lately, I've leaned heavily into the Trader Joe black and white cookie. The, the whatever that's Ooh. called. It's a ha- It's half vanilla, half chocolate. Is it frosted? And it has a little bit of a, a lemon flavor. Yeah, and it is. Uh, it is. It, it's a soft cookie with a uh, a hard coating, 
Like like you, like you. That sounds delightful. Uh, I don't go to Trader Joe's much, but I have to look that up. It's sure for the cookie. Desert Island cookie. Wrap this up. Mm, milk mustache, chocolate chip, fresh. Oh, dude, you, going, you can't you can't throw you can't, in a nineteen dollar cookie. Yeah, you can't and complain about all, money dude. either anymore. If you're 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 eating nineteen, that's, you're eating you the eat Louis Vuitton cookies. cookies that's thirty six dollars, not right. including the milk. Well, I can always, I'll never get tired of Oreos. Double stuff with a fork and some a glass of milk. Mm-hmm. And you put the fork in the cream part mm-hmm. and it sticks. Mm-hmm. And then that's you, what's up. Yeah, that's keep, right. Because yeah. you don't want to put your fingers in the milk. That's disgusting. No. no. Milk fingers I don't know how clean your fingers are. I wish Oreo would sell their cookies. No stuffing whatsoever. What? I like the wafer. I hate the stuffing. Uh, Interesting no. point. Do you know in the old days <laughs> it was made with animal fat and sugar? Did you know that? And did you know the original filling had a banana flavor? The original Oreo was a banana flavor base. It's come a long way. This and then is they, where my son gets really mad. Then they he did goes, oh, You know, the original Oreo is not the Oreo. He gets very mad. Oh, Oreo, Oreo is the copycat. And he feels that but it's the, unfair that America doesn't give Hydrox Hydrox has due. that weird aftertaste. Oh, it's because they in the original Hydrox, they used animal fur. Oh, oh that's mm. it. <laughs> Um, yeah, they made the filling with lard. Up until pretty recently, up until like the 60s or 70s. So do I save my bacon grease, or do I can I put lard in it myself? I don't know, but that sounds it does sound better with lard. Yeah. Everything is, but I, I know people a lardy sugar, a sugary lard. People don't like the idea of lard, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's good. Yeah, it turns out that things that are just heavy and fat are delicious. So did everybody also, weigh butter, Everybody sugar. weighed in. Everybody weighed in. We did. We did. We did. We did. Uh, did we have a call we had to take? We did. I don't know if it's Joyce or her man. Joyce. Uh, it's her man. All right. <laughs> hey, what's up, her man? You lucky guy. Hey, man. No, I have a, a mixture back in the college days. We called it Stoner's Delight because, you know, uh, <laughs> but you get a big glass and, like, a bunch of vanilla wafers in there and then pour milk on top. And then just and then you turn into, like, a, a sludge? Yeah, you crunch it up real good, but you don't want to put too much milk where it's too watery or... Not right. enough where it's like oatmeal. Really? And you can even you can even throw some bananas in there in a big cup like that. Oh man. So you're yeah, making yeah. kind of a vanilla pudding. Banana pudding. Yeah. yeah. Vanilla pudding. It's a yeah. it's a it's a poor man's fast pudding. You don't have time to just set up a pudding and, and heat some <laughs> right. eggs. They're, these guys are stoned Boiled and they need to get some and, yeah. they need to get some sugar in their bodies ASAP. Right. Well I salute you, we, sir. Rarely had rarely had bananas back in the college days, but boy, you find that box of vanilla wafers and you know Stoner's Delight. You know that's how it goes. So, so wait, um, you went to college, and then while yeah. you should have been studying and learning, you were sitting around a dormitory smoking on a bong. Well, I was. It was after the studying. You know, you gotta you gotta relax. And, you still smoke you know, weed? Un- unwind. Yeah, you don't still smoke weed, do you? Um, sure. Did you ever smoke How it? You don't still study, do you? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I got, I got that degree, man. I'm good now. Good yeah? for you, bro. Good for you. Appreciate it. Yes. Thank you, Joyce. Hey, y'all have a great day, man. Later. Later. Boy, Lean in now for some. Damn, boy, he thick. Boy, that's a thick ass boy. Thick headline. headline. Yeah. 7:50. Yes, it's time for some Austin area headlines. Austin. It's almost weekly we let you know that you've made some kind of top 10 list, and you've made another one, ladies and gentlemen, out there. You did it. 
It's your daily living. Way to go. That has made Austin uh, hit another list. And uh, this one, ladies and gentlemen, turns out this is a list for the most fun cities in America. What? That's right. Oh, we're fun. Just slightly below Las Vegas, Orlando, Miami, Atlanta, San Francisco, Nashville. New Orleans. And then at number seven is Austin, Texas. Uh, Bob, Nashville? Uh, not in the top oh, 30, even. I had, oh. I had fun there. Uh, Nashville's at 36. <laughs> I also had the crotch, uh, it, the jock itch. Oh, no. There, it was so hot Musty. there. Those are some pretty amazing cities we fall just behind, but we are ahead of cities like Chicago, Honolulu, New York, and, of course, everybody's favorite fun city, Cincinnati, Ohio. <clears throat> Play along, everybody. Uh, we do have we have a very high uh, when it comes to entertainment and recreation rank. Uh, we would be twentieth. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Where we really scored high was nightlife and parties. Right on. Got a lot of that. It's this that. fun rank, though. By the way, remember the people that are having fun here are not the people living here. It's the people coming here to party who love this city. The people coming here. Spending gobs of money, jacking up the prices and everything. I mean, uh, I mean, I meant, hey, let's celebrate. We're a fun city. Meanwhile, the rest of us are wondering how we're going to pay rent this month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But hey, hey, isn't paying a little over fifty percent of your income on rent just part of the fun? Yeah, it's called America. Uh, here's the me. here's the thing that makes me most upset about all these people coming in from out of town to celebrate here. Mm-hmm. There, when you know when you're on vacation, money becomes kind of like fun money at that point, and you'll pay ridiculous prices, mm-hmm. and it's really jacked up the price of cocaine in this city. I'll say. Huh. It's ridiculous. I'll say. You need to be better bargain shoppers when you come to the city, please. Think of well, won't you think of the youth in this town? Anyway, congratulations, Austin, on being the number seven. Most fun city in America. Sorry, Fort Worth. You have to check out Nashville. Uh, hey, congratulations to um, Cedar chicken. Cedar Creek and that part of East Austin. Uh, you have now become home, or are becoming home, to Austin's latest eco-luxury project. Dome-styled villas, natural water pool, and a restaurant with a 50-unit hotel in future plans. It's an unusual eco-luxury hotel, and it's called The Heavens. It's under construction on a 20-acre property. Mm. Phase one of the site includes 12 dome-styled villas made of aircrete. It's a lightweight type of concrete that developers say is fireproof, rotproof, and strengthens with age. This is a really fancy place for wealthy people to come stay. And it's just out there in Cedar Creek, kind of near Tesla's corporate headquarters, near the airport, not too far from from F1. Meanwhile, Del Valley still doesn't have a single grocery store. (laughs) But at least our priorities are in line. I mean, this is exciting for, I guess, for wealthy people to come and stay in these Little tiny domed. They look like almost tiny little chapels or churches. Are they 3D printed? Uh, no, they are just uh, made with this Aircrete product. Okay, I, f- I figured Aircrete was probably what they used in the 
It's made kind of old printing school. Houses. I'm looking at it right now, and I see uh, stained glass windows. Oh, it beautiful. looks like it's going to be gorgeous and luxurious, a really fine place to stay. Mm-hmm. I don't exactly know what eco-luxury means, but... Uh, Congrats to congrats! It means to you the, can be guilt. You know, you can stay there guilt-free, uh, like you're saving the planet almost. You by mean it. when you come here to stay here and enjoy our number seventh ranked fun city? Yeah, hooray! Seems like we should do better than that. Maybe when you're here staying, you could help deliver groceries to somebody in Del Valley. <laughs> they don't have an HEB out there. They have, there's no grocery stores out there, dude. Elroy used to have a general store, a little. You it's notice, probably gone now. Hmm. Elroy is, not to be a jerk, but it's not also Del Valley. Well, it's close, though. It's close. It's uh, a Roy. reminder of things you can do around the city to be fun now that it is Christmas. Oh, let's get to that in a second. Let's do the unfun story first. An oh. audit. This has been, it's been a, uh, a real blemish on the city for some time. But our forensic science department... That was part of APD. It was moved out of APD. Now the city auditor may even be questioning that move. Our forensic science department is woefully behind. I'm not going to put it on the shoulders. There's probably a lot of great people that work there. But overall, it's behind on testing rape kits by, like, I don't know, a decade. This has been uh, a big problem. Like I, when Huge I would problem. Talk over there on the other station, politics. Right. That was the new story. That was 10 years ago. 10 years ago. I have a friend who is so successful in what they do that they are making big six figures now. They are they are a forensic researcher, whatever. They applied to work for APD. APD found out in the interview that they had taken ecstasy once in college and denied them um, employment because some point 10 years prior... They had taken drugs once. That person is so successful in what they do. They work for a huge company and have invented a bunch of stuff. I mean, like, so that's top talent that they turned down over something ridiculous like, hey, did you go to a party once in college? Uh, now, it turns out that the forensic services manager uh, has allegedly misused city credit card to purchase over $3,000 worth of gift cards and firearm accessories. For his personal use. Well, priorities. It's being alleged that Efren Perez uh, misused his city credit card during a routine monthly examination. They notified the city auditor's office. It's under investigation. We should not be a city this size and have a forensics department that can't work for whatever reason that is. I don't know how you fix that. I'm not in city government. I don't want to be. Um, I also don't want to be the person who just complains, but I don't think it's too much to expect that our, the city government has a budget that has ballooned over the last decade. It's insanely big. There's still some people out there going, well, this is what happened you to fund the police. The APD gets the largest share of money it ever, ever has. It has issues and it has problems, but I would say that it has more to do with management and problems with city management than it does with the actual budgets. I know money isn't the solution to everything, but with the amount of money that we're paying, I would think that you would want some return on your tax dollar. I don't know how it gets fixed, but someone's feet should be held to the fire. Mm. Thus endeth the lesson. 
Now we move on to the fun, ladies and gentlemen. Every day for the next 10 days, we'll be talking to you about events to celebrate the holidays in Austin. Ooh, We're looking for ones that are up on affordable. The There's tons of ones that you can spend spend a lot of money on, but uh, we want to look at it, ones that are affordable. I recommend you do this one ASAP because as you get closer to the holidays, it becomes a bit of a nightmare. This is how you want If you want to feel old school Austin, this is one of them that you do. It's the 37th Street Lights. Hey, Matt, where are the 37th Street Lights? Um, you should look around 37th Street. In fact, you might find them right there. Residential light display. It started, I want to say, about 30 years ago. Uh, these were some f- kind of flop houses at the time. A lot, Some of my druggie friends actually lived on 37th Street. Mm-hmm. And they would just throw up tons and tons of lights with no rhyme or reason. I mean, just throw up hundreds of lights. They'd shrink across. And all the neighbors would do it, smoke weed in the front yard. People would come by. Well, then it just kind of organically yeah. grew into a fun thing to do. Did you say smoke weed? Yes. You have my attention now. <laughs> um, I want to say this. Oh, are you, is that the whole thing now? Now that you smoked weed once, are you going to be weed guy? Well, it's a gateway drug, so oh. it's going to do other stuff. Oh, my God. Oh, look, anyway, let's do this. All right. They hang old CDs from the trees, yeah. anything that glitters and glows. I will say this. There's only one way you can drive down, and traffic gets really backed up. If you're smart, you go park somewhere over around Central Market. Or you do what I'm going to do. And then you walk over there. What are you I'm do you doing? I'm trying to organize an e-bike ride, a group ride to go down there. Okay. See, I could get in and out easy, right? You're just going to cut the traffic? Huh? Yeah. Well, Nothing. I didn't say anything. You can't go two-way. They, they make the traffic one way during right. all this. Be nice to each other. It's fun. Also, take a Yeti, one of those tumblers, mm-hmm. and enjoy. And that's today's Austin area headlines. Uh, we're going to open this box that somebody has sent us. But, ladies, you missed it. You missed it yesterday. So, Bob went on vacation. Well, let's weekend. not call it. Let's call it wait, a wait, turn he, and burn. Somebody sent a gift to the station. Bob, you want to? You, you probably have a knife, yeah, don't let you? Me, you you let me open this carry. up while you okay, while tell you're, the while girls. You're, uh, so, ladies, I mean, the I'm sorry, ladies, you're not girls. You know that that Bob over the weekend did a 48-hour turn and burn, as he mm-hmm. calls it, which is he does a quick trip. Yes. Phoenix. Emphasis on the burn because he was hanging out with a band at this <gasps> eco lodge or something, and these guys said, "Hey, you want to go to the bushes?" Now it's legal in that state, which takes away a lot of the stress for Bob because he doesn't like to break the law. He's a what they call a bootlicker in this business. He likes well, to was, suck up to cops and be go a good to the boy. Police academy. Yeah. Well, I went to the DPS Citizens Academy. Yeah, he's. Uh, I think your your generation uses the term nerd, and uh, so he won't. He won't. He's not going to touch the weed. Not here. But not in Arizona, here. these a couple of guys, you know, probably like dudes with that long gray ponytail or whatever, mm-hmm. and they were like, hey, man, we're going to go bushes. You want to you hit this doobie with us? <gasps> and no Bob went and smoked a little J. <gasps> a little baby J. And, uh, well, he said, no, no, no. It was a big old fat spleef he tried hey. to convince us. <laughs> but he, anyway, he went out there. And he, and he smoked it, and we're really, really proud of him. You stoner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank wow. you. You started freaking oh, out, wow. too, didn't I you? I did. I couldn't oh, sleep. No. I was oh, I was man. pacing the floor. I said, the hell, the black, I was looking for the black helicopters, you know? <laughs> I'm like, Jen, wake up. There's black helicopters out there. <laughs> and why is the carpet moving? <laughs> Is that a lizard on the wall? Did you, sm- did you smoke wet? I mean, what the <laughs> hell happened? Why? It felt like Jim Morrison, man. 
You know what I mean? Oh, dead? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope it was tripping, man. I hope it was just a cigarette. I hope it was just a marble rim. I was tripping balls, dude. I was like, this is a light show. Everything was all sparkly and stuff. I'm concerned, Bob. Is this just going to be a book from a... Um... That could be a record album. Oh, now, it could be an album? That's Looks definitely like, that's a what, record. That's a record packing box. Okay, yeah. I thought, because, you know, sometimes a... Uh, uh, what do you oh, call it? Is it for me? A publisher it house. Better I don't be know. the new Andre 3000. Let's open it up. See what's in there. Come on. Ooh, I love well, it. I feel bad for yes. you guys if it's vinyl because I'm the only one that's into it. And that's not true. I oh. collect. I don't. I don't care about if it were, who it's for. I care about getting you said gifts it here. Wasn't a record. Oh. What is it? Oh. Wow. Holy Toledo. <laughs> Toledo. That's a good one. G Willikers. Oh. Tom this Petty is one of our record, favorite no, artists. No. There's no note wow. in it. Uh, Secret admirer. Mojo. It's Mojo. This this is one of his last records. Toward the end of his... This show very much enjoys Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah. Uh, did you say hate? I said and. Oh, I thought you... No. No, I don't I thought hate you Tom went Petty. hate. And no. I was like, oh. I don't hate Tom Petty. Let's, no. let's work you back. Started out as sort of uh, on the edge of a new wave act. And then slowly moved into rock. And then even became dad rock. And I like that he... Dipped his toes into all of those fields. And then at the end of his career, toward the end of his career, unfortunately cut a little short, he went back to his original band, to those guys who hadn't made a lot of scratch over the years, and said, let's record an album together so you guys can make some scratch. And I think that was a, a good move on his part. Uh, we are very sad in this room that, uh, you know, one of the things that happens when you become successful is nobody can tell you no. It's an issue everyone, people can have. No one can tell you no. And when you get to that point, you have to be very mindful because you can make mistakes. Unfortunate mistakes. Um, well, thank you. There's no note in that. I, don't, I guess with Amazon, they can't do a gift. No, lucky you. Gift note or something. Well, I don't know if it's for me. It didn't say it's for me. Secret admirer. <gasps> you, You've got a letter. Yeah, well, it's, I'm going to assume, I mean, it may have came to the show, and we can all listen to it at the Kiss at some point. You can come to my house. Uh, it should be... But if somebody else wants it, I like I don't I don't want to bogart. I'm using, I'm using like stoner terms now. Well, well, I don't know if you I'm going to use stoner merch. Huh? Who are you? Yeah. Merch? I, I know. Need socks. I know, right? <laughs> Should you guys take him down to San Marcos to like a house down there somewhere, and he can he can hit a. Bob, would you hit a bong, you think? In honor of all Texas State students, we congratulate you. You mean yeah. a water pipe? Yes, Matt. a water pipe. <laughs> Uh, what if hap what happens if all of a sudden there's a new Bob that loses his like mind it. and he's doing knife hits in the kitchen and then he starts hitting? What's uh, a knife hit? Uh, it's how you smoke uh, hash. You put two knives into the stove so they heat up and get red. And you put a little dab on there and then you hit it. Well, now they use a dab machine, but then you hit the knife on top of the other knife and you use half of a two-liter Coke bottle to suck the smoke up. Did you say tie stick? What What was that? What was the... It was hash? Hash. Hashish. Come on, Bob. Don't be square. You're a stoner now, man. Chewy, do you feel competition with him? Yeah, after this conversation. Do you feel yeah. like I'm... Uh, I'm yeah. I'm scared, like yes. I'm co-opting your, your after vibe, he, after you After know? hearing all the terminology he brings out. <laughs> he yeah, knows yeah, a lot. Yeah. He is. Dude. He's he's the number... You know how that was Austin was voted... Too. Austin was voted as the number seven funnest city in Austin. Uh, Bob was noted the the number six funnest dude in the city, man. <laughs> We're more.
mornings with Matt and Bob. We're powered by Chewy. I want to remind you about some events coming up on geez, December 13th, which is a little about about 11 days, no, eight, nine days away. Mm. We'll have our end of the year live show. You're welcome to come out. You can uh, meet all of us. Uh, we have a really fun thing we do from stage. Uh, it is a part podcast, but mainly it's um, we introduce you to some special guests. There's usually some games, some giveaways, a lot of fun like that. And I think people have a great time when they go. Tickets are on sale right now at CapCityComedy.com. You can always find a link from our uh, Instagram page, which is Matt and Bob FM. We'd love to have you following along on Instagram, Matt and Bob FM. There's nude photos of Bob there. And uh, also this week, in fact, Thursday of this week, Two days away right now, we'll be stuffing the truck, hmm. which is exactly what you think it is. We're trying to help out Blue Santa. Blue Santa is a little behind its goal this year. And um, we went to them and said, hey, can we help out? And we're going to be at the water tank off of McNeil from 6 to 8 this week on Thursday. If you live in Cedar Park uh, or you live in Leander and you're headed home, why not put a um, put a new Unwrap toy in your car that day. And then on the way home, just drop by the water tank. You can throw it in there. You can sit and have a drink with us. It's not just us. L.A. Lloyd will be there. Mm-hmm. Drew will be there. Johnny everybody, Rude. Everybody. In fact, Smokey, who's learning Chewy's job right now, Smokey will be there. Smokey, you have an important role during Stuff the Truck, don't you? I will be, I will be driving said truck. That's right. The Smokey. The guy named Smokey. Who's known that because he's a, he's known as that because he's a huge stoner in the building. He will be driving the company truck to our event. Yep. And then you'll drive it home with all of the toys in the back. Nice. Uh, that's the plan. Yeah, yeah. This is. I love how we think through things here. We really think through things here. And uh, sad news. Sad news, ladies and gentlemen. I'm very sad uh, to report that uh, today is the final day. For Hoops and Breakfast Club. Uh, no two one of could our, be happier than them. Two of our fantastic... <laughs> not the first time Bob and I have made women cry. Just going to be honest with you. I can tell. Did yeah. y'all hate every second or was there... Maybe a little more than every second. <laughs> Maybe I don't like even know how you transmit the time. Kitty's got claws. Yeah, she Sorry. do. She do. But you knew that when she came in I here know. with her rainbow eyebrows <laughs> that first day. <laughs> no such thing. No. So uh, both of these uh, young students uh, are headed back to school and they're done with their internship after today. And I think they've been fantastic. And, I, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. You both contributed in big ways and we really appreciate it. You're quite a bit of fun uh, on it. air. Uh, you teased us, which I, I liked a whole lot. And I, I think both of you are going to go far in life. And... Um, well, as far as maybe, a, you know, like a Southwest student could go or whatever, Texas State. Mm, no longer Southwest Texas, <laughs> yeah. but I appreciate the effort. Thanks. Yeah, well, when Bob was younger, remember, it wasn't even called Southwest Texas because Texas didn't exist yet. It was called <laughs> so- Southwest Mexico. Uh, Pangea. <laughs> Pangea you. <laughs> So here's the deal. We've uh, tasked uh, both. And actually, uh, also another congratulations because Breakfast Club is actually... Graduating. She's great. You're done with finals, right? No. No? I have one today, and I have one tomorrow, and I have one due Thursday. Oh, (laughs) man. Oh, man. But but, dang, that's a busy week. But is it Saturday you graduate? Friday. Friday you graduate. How exciting is that? It's exciting, yeah. 
and then you'll be done, and then, oh, you know the best part? You know the best part about graduating? You get to go to the magic time machine for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) You put in all of these years of effort, right? You've worked really hard. You went through 12 years of general school. Then you get yourself into college. You get done with college. Here's the best part. You're going to have this feeling of like, ah, I get to walk out in the world. I'm a fully realized adult. I'll get to spend some time to figure it out. And it'll take all of about an hour before your parents start asking you on the daily, well, what do you got planned? What do you do? How are your interviews going? Where are you interviewing? And they start running Mm. right up your butthole, driving Mm. you crazy about (laughs) what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You got to make something of yourself. Yeah. So enjoy because all of your best days are now behind you. Thank you. Congratulations. (laughs) We've asked the the interns to come up with a game for today. And uh, I pitched. Yes. She pitched. Y'all didn't pitch. Wow. She pitched. I don't know if you know I'm how. Running this. I don't know if you know how corporate America works, but, but the man is men, right. men, yeah. men take credit for the ladies' okay. work. Okay. Yeah. We came up with an incredible idea. Bob and I yeah. did this morning. We came up with the incredible so idea. So good. So good. Let's Some of the best work. Even. We'll let you tell us about. Let's it. have these. <laughs> let's have these little foxes uh, do do something for us. And Bob said that's great. And then he uh, he smacked them both and said, "Go get us some coffee." And uh, they ran off and said, oh, yes, sir. <laughs> so now it's time for the game of games. Yes. Uh, tell us what you came up with. Uh, this is a game of who did it. And it's going to be 10 to 12 facts about both me and Hoops. But you're going to have to guess who mm. did what. Who oh. the fact is about. Okay. 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 Yeah. I like this. Okay, yes. I like it. Who's keeping score? Uh, I will keep score right okay. here. So I'm going to put down... It's I'm going to put down... Uh, Let's see, Matt, Bob, Chewy. And what is it, like a point for you if you, if you yeah. guess it right? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And the answers are either Hoops, Breakfast Club, or both. Wow. Yeah. Oh. All, right. All right. You'll be learning some things about us today, for sure. Some facts. Some oh. facts. Can't wait till they get to mate out with each other. That's the first one. I hope that's the first one. Okay. Take us away. Question number one. Who has the most irrational fear of E.T., the alien, from the E.T. movie? Whoever it is, I have that in common with you. Really? When I was younger, yeah. It's that long-ass finger. Specifically when he's sick and he's all chalky white on the ground screaming. Oh, it's that finger. It's that... I can't take it. You don't know where that finger's been. Does I'm going to say... Does he pick that big E.T. nose with that finger? Mm. It's not that big. Does he yeah. have a nose? It's a big nose hole, isn't it? It's a hole. I'm going to I'm gonna say it's Hoops. Hoops seems like hoops. she'd be afraid of uh, it. What do you say, Bob? Man, I'm going to go Hoops, too. Wow. I'm going to go I'm gonna go Breakfast Club on this okay. one. Okay. No, she's not scared of anything. But she, <laughs> she looks the most like E.T. in the room, and I think... <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Crazy. It's the Crazy. blue eyes. It's the yeah, blue eyes. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. yeah. The correct answer is hoops. Hoops. Oh, I get a point. It's Chewy man. gets a point. That was too easy. Bob gets a Twins. point. Chewy gets we a point. We are twins. <laughs> you still scared? Oh, petrified. Really? Yeah. What did they just when you were a kid and you saw it, it creeped you well, out? My or? dad had this E.T. doll and he would chase me with it. Uh, what? That's it's like real scary. Yeah. Like I can't be in a room alone with it still, like at their house. Yeah. I'm is the best. Is the best part of being a dad causing trauma, a lifelong trauma to your children? I think so. I think it really is. Because I watch those videos on TikToks or Instagram, too, of people scaring their children. Yeah. And all the comments are a bunch of punk asses that are like, no, this isn't funny. You're scaring a little kid. It's funny. In the moment, it's hilarious. He did have a nose, by the way. It was between his 
eyes. Like it's way up oh. there and it's almost in his forehead. <laughs> Where his third eye should be? It's like a yeah. Mm-mm. Look. Lovely. Big nose holes. That makes so me look nice. at that finger. That's what. No, like looking at it makes me so nauseous. <laughs> I mean, really? looking back on the movie now, how uh, are we? Oops. How uh, are we supposed to feel about ET? I'm like, ET, the extraterrestrial. <laughs> uh, look at me. I, I don't know. Ew. Look. Last time I watched ET, I felt very nauseous. So See, I, can, I like, can feel the nauseating feeling. Just mean that I'm my, not uh, looking that way. My father is. Uh, my father's remarried. The first time he uh, he went. By the way, uh, happy anniversary to him. Hey. Uh, to, bo- to both my uh, my father and my stepmother. Uh, they're celebrating their anniversary today. I think it's like we're approaching forty years or something. But they they um, the first time he went to pick her up and take her on a date, uh, her son came out and sa- looked up at him and he goes, "You look like ET." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and you're not my daddy. Pretty awesome. Pretty. It's a pretty good way. What, to get but some, did Steven Spielberg mean to scare us with that movie? What was no, the? I, what was was I, was I thought it was adorable. When I was a kid, I thought it was amazing. Who I didn't think it was scary. It? Did the Muppet guy? Did, did Frank Oz design no. it? I don't think so. You know why I liked it so much as a kid? Because it was the first alien movie where the alien looked like an alien. Before that, an alien would always just look like a, look like a human dressed up. Mm-hmm. They would do something like they would, I was like, oh, that's a, a a man with makeup. Right. This, I was like, that's an alien. It's all squatty and weird looking. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's go to question number two. Here is a question about our schooling to see if y'all have listened at all. Who is an electronic media major? Who is an electronic media major? Wow. I think it's going to be Hoops because I heard, I mean, not Hoops, uh, Catalina Breakfast Club because I heard her talking about doing social media class. And I imagine that's going to be included. In okay, there. Bob, you want to take a guess? And I'm going to go with both because they hang out. Yeah, I, uh, I actually going to, I'm going to go with both as well. And I know plus they they're cl- interning here, and they have classes in common. I will go with both. 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 both yeah. Yeah. Matt Yay. and Bob. I'm two for two. That puts Bob ahead. He's got two. <laughs> Chewy and Matt are tied I got with smarter one. when I started smoking out. You really did, dude. You opened up your mind. You're yeah. able to to accept a lot more. Hey, man, I just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. You just dropped in to see what condition your condition was. You really have l- uh-huh. really, you've really leaned fully into this idea that you're a big-time weed head now. I touch the sky. You know <laughs> okay. what I'm saying? I do. I do, dude. I didn't say touch the sky. Kiss the sky. I said... No, I touched it. Here's what's funny. <laughs> he keeps talking about all this weed stuff now. Like if you pulled out a weed, if you pulled out a, a weed, if you pulled out a joint right now, he'd freak out. He'd run away from oh, that. You're the cops. A, I'd go upstairs and you'd call the cops. I know you would. You really do. You really lean into the law that heavily. It's the spirit of the law, you know not what? the letter of the law. As my a friend. bit, I I dare you to call the cops on me while I smoke weed outside. I want to <laughs> and record it and let's hear. What their response is. What would be great is they're going to be like, there's this guy named Chewy out in his car smoking right now. And the cops would literally be like, yeah, it's 10 a.m. We know. We're big fans. Huge fans. (laughs) Huge fans. Uh, Question number three. Okay. Who has had a near-death experience while whitewater rafting? Who has had a near-death experience while whitewater rafting? Uh, That's Breakfast Club. I don't know. Because we've heard from... Hoops' parents, and I don't know if they sound like the water, white water rafting type. 
She doesn't know. Can't be both. The odds would be against that. I'm going to go Breakfast Club. I'm saying Breakfast Club as well. You're both saying Breakfast Club? Here's what I'm going to say. Breakfast, I I actually think it's going to be Hoops because her parents are kind of like, aren't they down on like Dripping Springs or something or Driftwood? I think they're kind of South Austin hippies, and I feel like they would go on that kind of trip more so than Breakfast Club. But I don't know, but I'm going to go... Hoops. I on think that Breakfast one. Club is well traveled. Breakfast Club. The answer is Breakfast Club. Yeah. Hey. And I'll tell you why. She went whitewater rafting, but she wore that big baggy hoodie that she always wears. <laughs> and when she when when the thing flipped over, it when the sucked canoe up all that water it sucked up all that water, and she it, it was heavy. It was actually very traumatic. I was at a summer camp in Colorado. I had never whitewater rafted ever in my life before. My best friend had millions of times, and she was like, "It's fine. No one flips." Obviously, like, of course, the first time I go whitewater rafting, our raft flips before it hits the rapids. So I'm underwater for like 10, 15 seconds oh, trying to oh, swim oh. up. Mm-mm. And waves are just hitting me like one after the other. Everyone's like around me, like screaming, wheel. freaking out. It was kind of scary. I took my whole family whitewater rafting and my wife fell out. And she <laughs> says that she's still traumatized. And I was like, but you're having like it to me, it didn't seem like the water seemed low, it seemed fine. She was like, "No, it was horrifying." It's scary. And she's like, "I still have nightmares about it." Every were time, were you strapped in and you had to do that maneuver where you have to flip back up? No, she no, wasn't it was, in a kayak. We weren't. Str- no. It was like a 10, 15 person like oh, blow okay. up raft. All of us flipped Zodiac over except for boat, one yeah. person. Oh my god! Is everybody okay? Or everyone was fine, but nice. everyone was freaked out. And then like on the bus ride back to the summer camp or whatever, we all had bruises forming. When on you our say legs. was everyone okay, yeah, they're in families where they got to go to summer camp. They're all great. <laughs> the water was white. They're all doing. They. <laughs> 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 nice. Yeah. That was good. All right, question number four. Let's get to I'm it. A, I'm 100% right Bob now. is 100% right now. Damn, I know these ladies. Who has never seen the movie Pulp Fiction? Hmm. Hmm. Has never seen the movie Pulp Fiction. Breakfast I mean, can Club. you ever really see it? You know what I mean? Breakfast Club knows all of the old songs. Yeah. Lots of pop culture from different decades. Uh-huh. I'm imagining she took the time to maybe wa- watch it, mm-hmm. whereas Hoops is all about the new, uh, this current day generation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Hoops has never seen Pulp Fiction. Okay. I may go with a... Oof. I wonder how this question came up. I would say I would go with both, but I think I'm going to go with Hoops. So Bob's going. I think she. As well. I think she was a little more protected. I think her parent. I think Breakfast Club's parents probably showed it to her when she was ten. <laughs> There's a thing here. You got to remember. Oh, uh, it, when you first hear that, and you go, "You haven't seen Breakfast Club," but then you think back, and you're like, "Oh wait, I mean, uh, Breakfast Club. You haven't seen a uh, 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 Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Fiction, but Pulp Fiction was what that was 95, 94, 95? Yeah, it's way older than either of these mm-hmm. young people. And I say, I'm going to say both of them haven't seen it. Breakfast Club. Her parents won't even let her get a tattoo. They're not going to show her Pulp Fiction. No, maybe she saw. Well, they did let her get a gimp mask. So, yeah, I'm going to say Breakfast Club. I'm going to go both. Answer. What was your answer, Chewy? I said hoops. No, I said hoops too. Hoops hasn't seen it. it. 
Breakfast Club. Breakfast yeah. Club has never seen it. What? Wow, nobody gets the point. Nobody yeah, gets the point. Why not? I know it's one of my favorite. I don't movies. know. And like, I want to see it. But every time so I see good. that, like Netflix brings it back, I never have the urge to like. Yes, I'm gonna watch it right. I feel like I have to it's be good. like in a setting. Well, why don't you? Why don't you just go down to Blockbuster and rent it? Just pirate it on your computer for free. <laughs> I know I can't, but like I don't know. One, two, three movies. Don't do that. John it has Travolta. to be like perfect timing. It's I good. Guess. The soundtrack. John Travolta needs to buy hair. Ding, 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 ding. All right. Uh, next question, please. Okay. Who is related to the Duck Dynasty clan? <laughs> <laughs> Hoops is so straight faced, I hate it. Because <laughs> she don't want to show any of the answers with her emotions. It can't be both unless That would be we that would know be we're cousins. Weird. Find out we're cousins. Be a little weird. Cousins. Oh, so it's definitely that we can we can erase. It's gotta that. be hoops. It's gotta be hoops. It's gotta be hoops. I mean, I'm not saying that as in it's gotta be. It's gotta, gotta be. be. Like, Look, we know that Breakfast Club's family is from Mexican. Monterey. And I don't think that the when I think when I think of the Duck Dynasty clan. Honestly, I think racism, and I feel like they can't be directly related to Latinos. The other thing is, is that Hoops is literally wearing mossy oak pants today, and I feel like it's got to be Hoops I mean, as part answer. of the there's Duck your, Dynasty clan. Also, Hoops is only tw- 21, and she already has like a 17-inch beard. So I'm going to go Hoops yeah. is being related to the Duck Dynasty clan. Answer? Me too. I'm saying hoops too. I love yeah. that they use the term clan. Yeah. It's hoops. Yeah. All three of us. What's got one. a cousin, an uncle? It's like distant, so my dad's cousin married into the family. Hell yeah. <laughs> Royalty. Really, like the main guy? Yeah. His wife is my dad's cousin. Do me Royalty. a favor. Royalty. Can I hear you do a duck call right now? I can't even whistle. Just try. Just try. Quack, 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 quack. Right, that's, that's a terrible oh, they're try. flying in. Look out. <laughs> <laughs> Get my gun. I did that. We have time for just a few more. Right now, Bob is ahead at four. Chewie has three. Matt has a lowly two. Woo. Maybe we should up the value of these questions yeah. to two points. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next let's question, the, let's please. Let's hear the two-pointer. Who went into college studying nutrition? This one's tough. That's yeah. a tough one. Went into college studying. I didn't even know that was a thing you could learn I in think I, I can see, and I don't want to speak on anybody, but I can see both. Catalina's maybe parents, probably conservative, pressuring her mm-hmm. to maybe do something legitimate. Like almost medicine. <laughs> almost almost medicine. Legitimate. <laughs> like nutrition. I'm, I'm using parent terms. Okay. That's what they would say. Man, I'm going to go... I'll go hoops. I don't have any reason, but I just think it's going to be two hoops in a row. Uh, I think you're right. I think this one's going to be hoops. um, Because I've seen how Breakfast Club eats, and there's no way she could care about nutrition. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. Well, she she didn't learn about it yet. That's why. I don't know. I just made that up. I haven't seen her yet. What's our answer? Breakfast Club. Hey! Hey! Give it him two points. She's got the two points. And now has the lead at five. (laughs) And... uh, Let's do. I think we got time for two more. Okay. Who has never broken a bone? Oh, I'm in that camp. Me too. I'm not. Um. Who? I I, I think never hopes, broken a bone might be a little more rough and tumble. She is wearing camo. I think she might have broken an arm or something. But you're going whitewater rafting. 
Right. But she didn't break. Didn't say she broke it. If she didn't break it there, she didn't break it. So I'm actually going to go against the grain and say, did you pick one? By the way, I didn't pick oh, one. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't you know. I don't know. I'm going to say both. I'd say both have been uh, breakless. I'm going to say both too, just to play on my points as well as. They didn't say they broke their own bone, and I could see hoops <laughs> breaking somebody else's bone. <laughs> Oh, in a, like you. in a fight or something, yeah. yeah. But, or maybe she, maybe she uh, was doing a jump with a four wheeler, and somebody fell off the back and cracked their neck. Uh, who's never broken a bone? I think it's Hoops has never broken a bone. And the answer is we both have never hey! broken a bone. Yeah. Chu and I get two points. That's seven us. points for me. I know. Yeah, Chu's up there. Really, Bob is the only one that has a chance to catch Chewy on this. Mm-hmm. I'm so far behind. I'm woefully out of this All game right, altogether. Sorry about that, man. Sorry for you. It's sorry okay. for your loss. Two more okay. questions left. Well, we're no, just one do more. one more. Oh, one more. Yeah, it's we have a time. time thing. Time limitations. All right. Are you ready? Make All it right. good. Here we go. Jim, Last one. and me. Okay. Who is named after her father? Uh, Mr. Hoops doesn't sound right. <laughs> Breakfast Club could work. Mm. Mr. Breakfast Club, Mr. Hoops. <laughs> uh, I, I'm imagining Brian. Is a is a name. Yeah. And... Y'all, so y'all heard say... my dad's name before on it. Yeah, but Carl. Carl could be Catalina. Yeah. yeah. Or his name could be Linus. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a Spanish name. Unless uh, y'all are talking about y'all's names we use, like. Like our names. Like yeah, okay. the names you know. Brianna and Catalina. I think it's gonna be Brian and Brianna, and I think it's I'm gonna go with Brianna. I'm gonna go with Brianna. Well, it's well. Brian. We have to go to another question. Answer is hoops for me. Hoops. Hoops. We all say hoops. Hoops. It's hey, hoops. That it. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah, that would be harder. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Congrats, Did we all Chewy. Start <laughs> last, last minute win from Chewy there. Chewy wins. Come from behind Thank victory. You. I can't wait to see what y'all get me for lunch. Nothing. Oh, all right. Congratulations. You won nothing. Thank you. you and thank you, nothing. ladies, for making this contest and making our show that much better. Anything for y'all. We were number one before y'all came in, but Aww. that's besides the point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the silence. <laughs> it goes to pure uncomfortable silence. Uncomfortable. Thank y'all. That was awesome. Bob, can you do us a favor? Yeah. And sit still while I tell people about break. Plan this week's meals at Whole Foods Market. Get Animal Welfare Certified 80% Lean Ground Beef for $5.99 per pound with Prime through December 5th. Make it a delicious bite of lasagna or shepherd's pie. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Hungry for some world-class barbecue and football? Make Cooper's Old Time Pit Barbecue in downtown Austin your home for football this season. Hosting watch parties every weekend. Bring your friends and cheer on your favorite team. CoopersBBQAustin.com This is Rick Cullerton with Discount Electronics. By now, most of you know that Discount Electronics has the lowest prices on name brand computers, laptops, and monitors every day. But did you know that Discount Electronics is the largest recycler of used computer equipment in Texas? We buy and recycle more computers and laptops than any other company in the state. It doesn't matter if you have one used MacBook or your company needs to recycle 500 desktop computers. Discount Electronics can help. We have three computer recycling points in the Austin area. If you have computer stuff to sell or recycle, call 512 912 
512-983-9989. That's 512-983-9989. As always, we have laptops starting at $125, desktops from $79, and monitors from $39. You can come to either of the Discount Electronics stores in Austin or Round Rock, or you can order online at DiscountElectronics.com and have it delivered tomorrow. That's DiscountElectronics.com. If you have computer stuff to sell or recycle, call 512-983-9989. That's 512-983-9989. Guys, do you want to watch all sports on an 18-foot high-definition wall TV? Do you want $5.75 you call it drinks till 7 p.m.? Do you want $7 steak and fries till 7 p.m.? Maximus. You want Maximus. Maximus Gentlemen's Club. Maximus Gentlemen's Club is your spot. MaximusClubATX.com. Located at 745 South Bass Drop Highway. Minutes from downtown. Open daily, 11 a.m. Maximus Gentlemen's Maximus Club. Gentlemen's 512-385-2878. MaximusClubATX.com. That's MaximusClubATX.com. Listen up, Texas. The Powerball jackpot is over $400 million. And you can now buy official state lottery games right from your phone with jackpot.com. Get in on the action right now and buy official Powerball, Mega Millions, and Lotto Texas tickets with jackpot.com. Just choose your favorite lottery game, pick your lucky numbers, and get your winnings instantly. Plus, right now, get a free lottery ticket with your first play. I love playing the lottery, and jackpot.com makes it so easy because you can buy all your tickets right from your phone. Jackpot.com notifies me right away if I win. It's safe and secure, and I never have to worry about losing my lottery tickets again. This is the greatest thing ever. I can buy tickets right on my phone for Powerball, Lotto Texas, and other lottery games while I'm sitting on my couch at home. Don't wait! Go to jackpot.com and buy lottery tickets on your phone. Plus, right now, get a free lottery ticket with your first play. Go to jackpot.com. That's jackpot.com. Jackpot.com. Paid for by jackpot.com. You must be 18 or older to order a lottery ticket. Please play responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit Boot Barn this week to save on quality holiday gifts. We're offering holiday specials this week only, where you can get up to $40 off Western boots for men and women and 25% off select men's outerwear, Western shirts, and work pants. We're also offering savings on a large assortment of men's jeans, including buy one, get one free deals. Visit us this week to save on top quality holiday gifts. Boot Barn, unwrap the West. Life moves fast. No one has time for a car, truck wreck, or commercial vehicle accident. At Davis Law Firm, we get it. When you call the forest, you don't have to worry about insulting offers from insurance adjusters, property damage, or car rental. We recently settled a wrongful death case in a commercial vehicle accident for $5 million. Net to clients was $2.8 million. I'm Jeff Davis. If you were in a car, truck wreck, or hit by a commercial vehicle, call me at 444-4444. What more? Call the Fours. Attorney consultation by appointment only. Davis Law Firm, Austin, San Antonio. Davis Law Firm is a proud official partner, personal injury attorney of the San Antonio Spurs. Looking for a convenient place to get that big fitness energy? It's Planet Fitness. Now through October 13th, join for just $1 down, $10 a month. We've got over 2,400 locations with most open 24 hours. Join now to enjoy free fitness training and equipment for every workout. You belong in the judgment-free zone. Join Planet Fitness today for $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Cancel any time. Deal ends Friday, October 13th. Join our newest club in Cedar Park on Whitestone and Ronald Reagan. See Home Club for details. This time of year, big box tool stores start to sell a whole bunch of not tools. From dancing Santas to plastic trees. At Northern Tool and Equipment, we'd rather sell you a four-horsepower chainsaw fitted with a full chisel chain to cut down your own tree. And we have wood chippers come January. Because, you know, mulch. 
We're cutting prices on power tools, automotive Jackson stands, and portable inverter generators this holiday season. Save in-store or at northerntool.com. Shop the Rock. Round Rock Nissan. Find rock bottom prices on a huge selection of Nissan's most popular models and get massive savings on every car, truck, and SUV. All with incredible low prices and financing rates. Let our helpful sales team get you in a new Nissan today for a price you won't believe. No hassle, no gimmicks, just rock bottom deals. Round Rock Nissan. I-35 exit 256 in Round Rock. Shop the rock. RoundRockNissan.com. Texas Stars Hockey is back at the HEB Center in Cedar Park December 8th and 9th for Teddy Bear Toss and Ringo's birthday as the Stars host the Chicago Wolves. As always, Friday is $3 domestic course, and also don't forget to bring Teddy Bears to toss onto the ice after the Stars score their first goal to benefit Operation Blue Santa. He scores! Saturday is the Ringo Youth Replica Jersey Giveaway, and Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Family 4-Packs are also available for both games starting at just $19 per person. Tickets are on sale now at Texas Stars.com. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents <laughs> Nods to the Odd. It's time for Nods to the Odd. Let's get into, uh, well, like some like food-related food related stories for today's Nod to the Odd. Uh, like first it. of all, uh, someone is selling a Christmas-themed can of Coke. It's a Christmas-themed Coca-Cola can. It's been listed on eBay for a whopping 274,000 pounds. Pounds, what? which puts that at around $350,000, I believe. Is it the can that introduced Santa Claus as we know no, him to the, the world? The polar bear one. It does have Santa on it. Okay. It was a limited release from, how long ago do you think it was from uh, Chewy? It was a limited release, Coca-Cola. It is 50 years. 50 years old. That's a good guess. That's what I would go with. Because it's a can. Uh, Smokey, you want to take a guess on that one? How long ago this was released? Uh, Turn on your mic, please. 80 years. 80 years. 80 years. Another good one, except they didn't have cans back then. We didn't have canned sodas then. And also, Bob? I'm going to say it's from the 70s. 70s. Okay. All great guesses. There's there's no soda inside this can anymore. They're selling just the can itself. The soda has been emptied out. And it is from... This one's good. This one's good. Here we go. Uh, Can you turn the sliders up? There we go. Is this guy fired already? <laughs> He's new. He's new. We don't know what to do. It's from 2019. Oh, wow. What? It's a, it's, it's a four-year-old can. Does it have half a this rat in it This guy's trying something? to sell. It was Coca-Cola with a cinnamon flavor that was released in the same year. as in this. It, it, I don't understand what this is. It has a slightly uh, off-white color with a Santa. Uh, it but makes why is it so valuable? Well, why this? Just this one? I think someone's crazy, Bob. Oh, I think okay. I think I somebody out there is for insane. You can you can put whatever you want yeah, to. You out can there. put any price tag on anything. I could sell this Rambler empty Rambler can. Limited edition lines released for Christmas, major sporting events, film releases, or national days of significance can attract considerable interest. Hmm. Uh, there are some people who have collected. So there's one guy who's collected over eleven thousand. Another guy who's who's uh, collected over twelve thousand different cans. But there's no reason this one should be. I think this is somebody who boldly has decided just to ask for an insane amount for a can. He might get it. They popped the bottom and drained all the coke out, and uh, to make sure it didn't explode or whatever. But that's nuts. 
It's nuts. There's no way that no. could possibly. Now, I wonder if in their minds they've decided, oh, well, maybe the Coca-Cola company or the museum or something. Maybe they heard that somebody didn't have the. I don't know. They had a. There had to have been tens of thousands of these cans in the min, as a yeah, minimum. Even if they're, they went out as, as limited edition releases, like the, I, I've but never heard of saved I, one. That's I've never heard thing. of cinnamon Coca-Cola. Uh, there's probably a reason we haven't. I bet the young ladies in the room, as well educated as they are, with one graduating in a few days, didn't realize that Coca-Cola invented and designed the Santa Claus that we know today. I think I, knew I think I knew the that. Fat guy. You did know yeah. that? Yeah. You think you knew I that? I think I do. Pretty sure I knew that. And like that bear? Well, that's just a yeah, polar bear. But yeah, I'm talking about the bear. Santa that we yeah. know with the white beard, the big belt, the black boots, the big belly, the jovial... Santa Claus, mm-hmm. that outfit, that that guy, that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted the, him to look like he drank. Invented Coca-Cola. by the Coca-Cola mm-hmm. yeah. company. Mm-hmm. I read a little further and found out that there have been no modifications to the can. I assume that somebody popped mm-hmm. a hole in the bottom and drained it. Turns out it came this way in the twelve pack, and that's why the owner thinks it's very valuable because it went through the whole bottling process, well, but it never got, ended up with any soda in it. I think everybody's I got one. Of those got one of those. I got a half-filled one yeah, once. I think yeah. I got a Dr Pepper one. We've Come all on. been there. Anyway, I think the uh, guy is uh, nuts and won't see anything close to that. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents Nods to the Odds. If you're hungry and you love a spiral-cut ham, good news. An exploding population of hard-to-eradicate super pigs in Canada are threatening to spill over the border. We need to build a wall. That's the thing. We need to build a wall to keep these super pigs. Super pig? You mean RoboCop? <laughs> Minnesota, North Dakota, Montana are all seeing a, a sudden invasion of super pigs. Wild pigs, larger than even the wild pigs we have here... They're crossbeeds that combine the survival skills of wild Eurasian boars with the size and high fertility of domestic swine to create super pigs. What makes them so super? Uh, well, one, the fertility rate is so high. A sow is able to have six piglets in a litter and raise two litters in one single year. That means that just one sow can produce 12 more pigs. And you get two full slabs of Thick sliced bacon. Yeah, except these are Canadian pigs, so the bacon comes round. Remember that? Right. Oh, man. Right. Yeah. There's a danger of the population getting out of control and heading into the U.S. Remember, this is also why we have a wild hog problem down here in the south. They could eventually meet in the middle, like around Iowa or somewhere. And then when the southern wild hogs meet the Canadian wild ho- what, super pigs. Oh, you don't want none of that. You don't even want to know. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That's, you better ask somebody. That's horror movie. Kind of, that's Stephen yeah. King level. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why cocaine can, bear kind of territory. Why can nobody capitalize on these wild hogs? Why can't there be a perverted director that catches these hogs going wild mm-hmm. and sells videos? Hogs going wild. Yeah. They have a lot of teats, too. Because if you're feeding six, that means you've got at least six, six teats. Six, eight teats, yeah. I don't know how many it is. Would you look, would you look at that? Teats, I ain't got enough teats hands. on that wild pig. That super pig. I need more hands. Ryan Brooke is a professor at the University of Saskatchewan. Oh, good for Saskatchewan. him. Saskatchewan. And uh, he's one of Canada's leading authorities on Canada. He's one of Canada's leading authorities on super pigs. That's got to be nice. When you go home from the holidays, and then your mom is bragging on you, and she's like, "Oh, have you met my son there? He, uh, he's a leading authority on super pigs." Oh man! Well, oh, you heard about Mindy, her son? Very successful. You, you guys know. watching that? Uh 
hockey, Canadian hockey. I, I must not think. <laughs> what's it called? Oh, uh, what Netflix. you call it? Yeah, uh, what's the it, name of it? Isn't it from the guy from the other Canadian show? Yeah, it's the guy that kind of looks like Daniel Tosh as the lead. Yeah. I forget what the name of it is. Everyone loves that one. Pigs are not native to North America, by the way. They've mm-hmm. roamed parts of the continent for centuries, but Canada's problem dates back only to the 1980s when it encouraged farmers to raise wild boar. The market collapsed after peaking, and a lot of fr- frustrated farmers who couldn't afford to feed their pigs anymore just cut their fences and set the animals free. Those animals went out in the Same woods free. and did what boars will do, which is to have sex. Hmm. That's all they want to do? That's all they want to do. Turns out boars, not that much different than dudes. Men are pigs. They really are. And pigs are pigs. Pigs are pigs. Anyway, they tear up land. Uh, they destroy pro- crops. They make good pets sometimes. They make great pets. They make great pets. Oh. Mornings with Matt, Matt and Bob, Bob presents, presents Nods to the Odd. Uh, a woman is on the internet. And she's mad at people who are insulting her, and she says, how dare you insult me? I have my reasons. She charges $100 per person for her Christmas dinner. I got to see the dinner first. Uh, not to strangers, to her family. Oh. She says, I'm tired because when my kids come back to my house, they eat too much. And she says it's, so she is, she says that, uh, that she started charging. She wants, uh, and then she also is putting in labor to cook for them. And so she says, uh, I don't have that much money. My kids make more money than me. Mm-hmm. So for holiday dinner, I charge them $100 a plate. I'm going to tell you, I'm looking at the plate, and this bitch out of her mind. Uh, maybe 50 bucks? I don't know. I feel like you should help your mom out if she's doing all that stuff. How about a bunch do, of greedy little kids? Well, why not just help by like l- let me do some dishes or bring a dish over? Yeah. Some people say, "Look, I understand she struggles to cover the costs. We don't generally eat that much throughout the year, but um, we absolutely binge at Christmas. Um, this seems nuts." I'm gonna side with the mother for some. Like, I, I know that stuff's tough. Doing all that. Christmas vacation and all the kids, all of y'all's little greedy kids are all unappreciative. One of the over. children also chimed in and said, the problem I have is that there's already always so much leftovers that Mm. we take home. Yes. And why doesn't my mom buy less food and make less food? This is such... What kind... What level... What a first world... What level of dysfunction are you also having in your family that this has made it to the the news anyway? Mm -hmm. And that you all are fighting online over your Christmas dinner and who's charging who? That seems like it's probably an uncomfortable family to hang out. I, I wouldn't want to go to dinner at that house, I don't think. Are there no daughters and, and sons that can There's cook? two daughters and a son. I feel like they those three should be able to cook a Christmas dinner Because you're, dinner think, on their you're own. thinking from a rational point of view. There's not rationality in this family. Well, I don't That's think people the issue. know how to cook anymore, either. You don't think people know how to cook? Mm-mm. Or at least they don't want to. You know how to cook. Bob could... just agreed with me. He has three young adults in his home. No, he does not. No, as, as children, he has three young adults. They're not in his ha- house. No. He has one. So they're just eating ramen noodles. He has one in his house. And he has two dogs. And he has a wife and him. His, and other, our, two, and his our, other two boys live out of the house. And our uh, maid. You know, our oh, special friend. Yeah. Who's your special friend? You know. Oh, someone you're going to take to go see something at the Dome, but not us? No. Thank you for coming and cleaning up. My sister wife. Your sister wife. (laughs) 
let's get one more. Oh, here's one more food story, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh, one more food story. Mornings for with Matt and Bob presents Nods to the Odd. Uh, Zipporah Abraham of North Miami Beach got in trouble. Uh, she was trying to make purchases at her local Walmart. Arrest her now. Walmart, like many stores in the United States, have what's called a loss prevention officer mm-hmm. in the store to make sure that things aren't stolen. One such officer noticed that Abraham was using what uh, was believed to be possibly counterfeit money to pay for a rather large purchase. A review of the surveillance cameras revealed that Abraham was a habitual offender in the past. They can actually do that. They have smart enough cameras now. They got eye f- recognition. They do face re- facial yeah. recognition, and they pulled up that they had some problems with her. And they, But they can't open another register? They can't open. They, can, they another, can't pay another person to open another register. Correct. Is that what you meant? Yeah. You mean, well, why well, wouldn't you just say they can't pay a living wage to any of their employees? Because I, I want an open register instead of the self checkout. Because those, the people that self checkout there, I couldn't make it as a worker at Walmart. I don't think. Because the people who least should be in self checkout go into self checkout. Mm-hmm. Those people are idiots, and they should they should have someone check them out. They're called. Humans, yeah. <laughs> they call the average average average, <laughs> average residents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one over here is really bad at the self checkout. Sometimes I'm just like, dude, you got it. You got to move on. You got to move on. Yeah. A review of the surveillance cameras revealed that she was a habitual habitual offender in the past, and that in the past she had tried to pay, pay pass off fake money. So they approached her, and. Uh, that's when uh, they. Oh, she tried. She was trying to get away with over a thousand dollars in her purchase. They called the police and said this woman has counterfeit bills. Unfortunately, mm. they won't be able to charge her with that because, as the police were showing up, she ate all of the counterfeit money. Genius move. It's always the move. Genius move. The drugs, a- money, whatever. Shoved it in her mouth and swallowed them. She's being held on ten thousand dollar bail, but records indicate that is that real money? That, or is she going to use counterfeit money for the bail? Oh, great question! I don't know. I mean, you got it. I mean, the ones you have an. She's going to have to wait about twenty four hours if she's regular, <laughs> and then maybe she can bail herself out. Woo! Y'all are going to have to dig through that, please, if you don't mind. Find what you need to find. Those are some odd stories, man. They well, were you're welcome. You know, we not you really uh, lived up to the benchmark title. On Thank that you. One. Uh, this one goes out to my good friend Bob Fonseca, member of the Texas Radio Hall of Fame and Clash fan. All right, it's time. What Toxic is- Tuesday time. That's right, it's me, your Toxic Avenger, and I am here. Too much energy, man. To avenge every single one of your toxic ideologies. Why? Habits, how, how could you do that? Actions. Who are you? Well, by blaming it on all of your past traumas and environment, of course. Oh, that's how you do it. And today, we're going to talk about Jane Fonda. Well, that's current. At least, you know, what she said recently in what? a podcast. And I'm going to ask you fellas and maybe everybody in the room a question. So here's what James Fonda, Jane Fonda, James Fonda, Jane Fonda said on the Absolutely Not podcast. She said she's done. She's over 86 years old. She's not dating. But she said, and she was ashamed to say this, that if she were to take a lover, he'd have to be 20. Because 
she doesn't like old skin. Now, mm. fellas, I go to you. I want to know what preferences that you have that could be considered kind of toxic, maybe even hypocritical. Okay. It doesn't necessarily have to be a physical thing, but something particular to you. Sure. I got it. That is a toxic preference. I mean, okay. there's some toxic things out there that people like and prefer. Right. So... Why don't you kick it off and get canceled first? Well, I'm trying to think of a a, a preference that I would have. I got mine. Mine's right off. Like, I didn't have to think about it. And I'm going to quote the great little bastard, John Cougar Mellencamp, and tell you I want a lover that won't drive me crazy. But what does that mean? That's what I want. What does that mean? It means exactly what he said. Some people make you crazy. I think... I, and you can't yeah. fight crazy. Are you saying you're unwilling to compromise with a lover? I'm just saying I want a lover that won't drive me crazy. That's what I'm saying. Right. The problem with this segment is you're actually toxic. That's hearing all of the. What do you mean? I it know is, you're serious. Yeah, you're just like. I mean, what, we don't even know what that means. It sounds like you're. Uh, you just want somebody who'll do what you tell them to do. No. It's not that at all. I have. Some a, people bring a lot of drama. Oh, you mean women? Into a, I'm not. <laughs> wow, no. bro. <laughs> Wait, it's I thought it was dude. Toxic Tuesday. We're supposed to be toxic, right? I was talking to somebody else. Oh. Uh, so my toxic preference is I probably built on my insecurities as well. Can't wait to cancel you but right now. I, I don't know if I want. I would prefer a woman that didn't make a, a ton more money than me. So there's not a single woman out there you'd be attracted <laughs> That's to. That's why I'm single. Wait a minute, you you want one that didn't? Because I ma- feel like it's not even like an inferiority thing. I mean, uh, probably in my mind, but I I'm insecure about my financial situation. And so you want you're missing the point. And so of, if she's not kind of in my of bag too, you're yeah. missing the point of. I know y'all say of, use of, women for their money. Cuffing. No, we don't say that. What we're saying is one of the great things you can do is combine resources, right, and, and create more. You're a great cook. You know how to do laundry, right? There's a lot of stuff where you can contribute. If I were you, I'd go out there and be a boy toy. That's what you need to do. I can't believe you haven't done that. Well, that's when all the men would say, well, you're going to make a great wife one day. Where did that come from? That's... Yeah, but what do you care what they say if you're yeah. rolling in it? I don't, I mean, you don't play mine. golf. Who's? What are the guys you're one, hanging out with? But one slip up and that motorcycle gets taken away. And you got to move out, you know? Wow. I don't know, man. I Congratulations say... on knowing now how a lot of the other half lives. <laughs> but that's uh, interesting. what is your... That's... Toxic preference. I'd like the ladies to chime in with their uh, toxic here, preference. Here's, here's, I, I don't ever judge people on, on what they find attractive or not because I don't think it's a thing that's very easy to control, right? It's something that is built into your DNA, what what makes you... It's somebody for everybody. Yeah, so when some people say, like, well, I don't know if, I don't find white guys attractive. I don't take that personally. Oh, when they date only a specific... Be, and I know that some people are like, well, that's racist. I think you don't really... I don't find white guys attractive. Either. Well, congrats. And I uh, and <laughs> I think that there's a thing that goes in your brain. Now, here's I've told you this before. I've talked to you guys about it before, and I'm sure some people would look down on me on this and say that it's uh, fetishizing or what have you. I'm doing a lot of prefacing on that. <laughs> you guys know that I find women who have a deaf accent incredibly attractive. That is 
toxic. I've talked about it. it since I was a kid. It does something. I don't know why, but I find that particular accent to be incredibly attractive. Is that an accent? Well, it's an accent for the hearing impaired. Yes, the hearing impaired have a, and I don't, I, and it's just, ever since I was a kid, I find it insanely attractive. I also find facial scars. Like if a, uh, if a woman was bit by a dog as a youngster or something like that, for some reason, that kind of like scar. Interesting. Interesting. When I was living in L.A., one time a woman came over, she was the date of another guy who was coming by our apartment. Mm-hmm. And she had a bite mark on her cheek. She was hearing impaired. And it was, I, it almost killed me. It almost killed me. It was my perfect woman. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you, that's more body positive than anything. I don't know. I think some, I've said it before to some people and they said that it's disgusting and I shouldn't talk about it because they say it's uh, it's fetishizing or something like that. Mm. Uh, people with a, a disability. I don't know. I mean, I just was trying to be honest when they had a conversation. I just think that, uh, I don't know, there's something about that accent. You know, some people find a French accent yeah. very uh, yeah, yeah. alluring. I know, I do. All right, so I'll, I'll get just as toxic then here. I like a British accent. With this but that's preference. because I live still over there. So. I like a very not super confident, awkward gal. Like a like an Adrian Balboa. <laughs> You've gone, gone back in the history books yeah. for that reference. Holy cow. Something what like was that. It, what was she on Maud? Do you think that has to do with your confidence about yourself think, as a yeah, man? One hundred percent. And you're like, well, if she has no confidence and no money, then she can't leave me. I don't know if it's about leaving. It's just you want to trap now. Them? Now we're both comfortable. Now I'm comfortable in this scenario. All right. You know, that's really toxic. I, I wouldn't have said. Like, it. I, I wouldn't have said like, it out loud, dude. I feel like people that are judgy. Not here, but like you know, I've had women judge me before. I'm sure. For being too broke to do something? I think that's silly. I think that there's something broken with your generation with the expectation of, of dates. That's supposed to be this big, extravagant layout. I think that's dumb and broken. Dumb. Hmm. A date should be getting to know somebody. You could literally sit on a park bench. I'm so. not saying you did. I'm saying... It's jacked up. I was reading the other day with somebody saying that the average the average first date is now costing somewhere around three hundred dollars, and that is it's one of the dumbest things I've ever dumb. heard. Dumb. Damn, that there's an the expectation average. like that. I want to go back to something that Jane Fonda said. Okay. Because I think she has a point. Now, what was her exact quote? She again? said she didn't like old skin. She doesn't like old skin. All right. I think the word old is a little weird, but I have. In my many years, why is that old? Why is the word "old" a little weird? Well, because I would agree with her about the skin thing and that. Because old means bad in this situation. No, old means aged skin. I want to talk more about chemistry because in my many years of dating and the many women that I've encountered, either known to people or unknown, because there was some secret squirrel stuff back in the day, and I can say that because my wife's in Chicago right now. Um, Secret squirrel. I can say that there was a chemistry thing with skin. Like, I knew from the first touch of an arm. I like this talk. Or a hand. Now you're talking. That is a talk show. Chemistry-wise, it wasn't going to work. I didn't feel any electricity. I did not feel any. In fact, I was... Describe the skin to me, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It was just like you would go on... Let's say you go on a first date and have coffee or something like that. You're in a restroom. You rubbed... 
You stick your fingers through the hole in the no, wall of the stall, on, and you I'm touch to, over I'm there. I'm trying to give you something here. I'm trying to give you something real here. I'm not joking around. I'm not being, trying to be a shock jock. I'm just telling you that I, like I know from the very first time. Did you touch it or see it or smell it? And I'm not talking about nudity or anything. I'm talking about maybe it's just the arm. Maybe it's the was the it hand. Loose? Maybe was it's, it like no. It has nothing texture? to do with the it's. The it's the chemistry. It's the electricity. The chemistry but, that, but the, all that comes through it. The chemistry. I know. I don't know what it is, but I know. I've been with people, and I know from the first time that I went out with them that yeah, this is not going to happen. Hairy arm. Like it's not going to. No, it has nothing to do with hair. I can't explain it. It's a. It's a. It's a. But where was it? The actual skin, or were you just so excited to touch that person because you were already attracted to them? What's the chicken? What's the egg here? I don't know. Well, you're not helping us then. So you're I defending think, Jane Fonda on her not wanting. But, but old she puts skin. the word "old" in there, and it had nothing to well, do that's with what old. she doesn't feel chemistry with. Okay, you would rather no. her say, "I don't like this is loose something skin." That's more, um, I don't like crepey. This skin? is something that's Thin more ethereal. Skin. More, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Existential or that's no? Not the right she's word. saying spiritual. I don't like. I yeah, want it's something more spiritual. It's something about like. <laughs> She's saying, look, at 86, I'm a billionaire. I have everything I could possibly want. If I'm going to go nail a dude, yeah. he better be worth the time of putting up with a dude. So I want a young, hot Adonis who could make it wet. I hope she gets that. And she's like, I and don't want up. another. I don't want to. All the guys my age are all stooped over. Yeah, I feel like it's finally a woman relating to how I don't know. Yeah, she's other, like, look, if I'm gonna up. if I'm gonna put up with dealing with somebody else in my life, the only thing I would really want is is I would want to. But doesn't she have old skin? Yeah. Yes, she's oh, admitting some to of it. the oldest. <laughs> but what's wrong with that? I think is it did. hypocritical? I guess she had buns of steel back in the eighties because she expects the twenty year old guy. There's a there's some twenty there's some young dudes that like. Have the opposite appeal that are fetishized yeah. the loose, crepey skin. Yeah. That we all adore. Well, because those ladies, you can get on their back and then jump from tree to tree. You can stretch them out and they'll glide from oh, branch man. to branch. Yeah. I thought it was because you can kind of move them on their skin back and forth on the on the bed. Yeah, I don't know. I think she's just trying to be provocative or maybe she's just lost her mind a little bit. I don't... I mean, she's... I mean, you can... You can I don't know. I'm surprised she would put that. There's nothing wrong with what she said. She's in an interview, especially, what was it for? She's on a podcast? Yeah. Who who explained what a podcast is to her? She just started talking into a microphone. Oh, they, I didn't know. <laughs> she didn't, she she didn't know it was a podcast. She thought That's she was she on Entertainment stuff. Tonight or something. I, I have no problem. I don't know. I have no problem. So we're with, fine I mean, with Jane, Jane Fonda. Fonda. I mean, I don't know. So the next 86-year-old man, we're going to be like, That's cool. No, I got to be we fine. We get it. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I'm sorry I didn't explain my thing very well, but I just the thing. No, you explained think, it perfectly. I think the ladies understand. They probably ladies. know from the first date whether yeah. there's a chance, right? Yeah. Do y'all? I'm not even talking about. I'm talking about companionship. I'm not talking about anything, you know, sexual or untoward. I'm just saying, you yeah, know, that they, this person is not going to be somebody I'm going to be with for a long time. I just I can feel it, mm-hmm. and it's something that has to do with chemistry. Our two young female interns will probably admit there's some things that you that probably give you the ick that you wouldn't really want to discuss out in the open. You would probably discuss with a friend, but not in the out in the open because you might think, well, that would make me sound like a bad person. 
There's some I see knowing. I see knowing yeah. looks in both a pair of eyes. You don't want to necessarily. I wouldn't even say ick. I would say the red flags that you it's like. The toxic red, like. I think, isn't a red flag, though, different? Isn't a red flag a behavioral thing? Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of something that's not like a behavioral thing. That's just like genuinely something toxic, I think. Neck tattoo. But can't you just be like, I don't like a guy with attached earlobes. Like, it's just a thing that it's, <laughs> well, I don't I'll like. Start looking, I'll start looking. <laughs> yeah, and it could yeah. just be something simple like that. And you're like, I don't necessarily want to talk about it because people will be like, oh, my God, you guys are so judgy. And like you're, so you're like, I'm not going to discuss that. But then I think as you get a little, sometimes when you get into older groups, people are a little, they admit more like, oh, okay, you're, maybe you shouldn't hedge your sex life, especially when you're younger. Go out there and get exactly what you need because... Lord knows you aren't later in life. I mean, one of y'all, maybe one of y'all likes old men. No. No? Mm-mm. Well, no. look how sad Bob looks right now. I'm trying to think of I, mean, I can't that... really think of any. Maybe I would just, like, stray away from a musician because I've had too many bad run-ons with mm. that. But, like, I don't think that's, like, a toxic... Mm. You know. Uh, in that case, who's toxic? Is it the musicians or is yeah. it you who keeps choosing the musicians? Oh, it's a double-edged sword. It really is, isn't it? Sword, yeah. They should teach the that early in school. Us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, musicians can be dangerous. Mm-hmm. But uh, fun. Hmm. I mean, I don't even know what type of guys y'all would like or... Just soft. Hey, you know what else can be toxic soft, is is, wimpy. is chase, yeah. chasing after guys who don't know what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope said, and I feel like that's kind of toxic. You like a nice wimpy guy. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a good wimpy dude. Yeah. Okay. A wimpy kid. Yeah. Somebody you can control, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because the woman should always be the more powerful one in the relationship. I agree. Well, they are. I yeah, agree. they are. I don't think By nature, you are. I don't yeah. think there's a relationship where the, yeah, no. the man's Well, you hold the cards. That's I mean, why you, no one's you, in relationships. Yeah. Well, except for that's Chewy is like once to find an Adrian because he's like, I, I want to well, find someone who's whippier. Well, I want to my boxing career. I, and- I, want to adapt what you, <laughs> I want to adapt what you said, and you'll learn this when you get a little older, that the person that's least interested in the relationship has the hand. Has the most every power. Now, that is has a universal most, thing. Every single time. That yes. is a crazy... And it's just yeah. more psychological if you um, explain it, but you're... So you're it's not always right. the woman. It could be the dude. It, it just... Could it can it, switch either. back and forth. Yeah. It can, swi- and it's it can switch in the relationship, yeah. but whoever has the least to lose by the relationship ending always has the most power. When you're dating, I think it can change and evolve over time. I think it can switch back and forth. Yeah. You know, the guy gets fat, and then, you know, <laughs> that happens. Sorry. Why did you look? Why did you look directly? Why do you look? No, he looked at me. He looked, <laughs> looked me straight in the eye and goes, and he goes Everybody's "Sorry." Every, everybody's checking everybody out right now. It's like, what's he causing problems? Uh, anyway, I think that wimpy one is kind of toxic. Just need someone trainable. My mom is always see that's yeah. that's, that's super toxic. Hey, that's that is, and I want to know how many women actually have that thought process. One hundred percent. All of them. One hundred percent. It's not a joke. It's not. It, there's all truth to a little joke. One hundred percent. Train to do what? Put the toilet seat down. Like, yes, that's part of it. What are, what are some of the things that you want to train a guy to do? To be complacent with any... Well, you've been this your whole life, apparently. apparently. Not, not have sex not with other women? He's that's gonna one. He's going to learn not to rush you. Mm-hmm. He's going to learn to take out the trash when she says. To listen to and me not just later. ramble, yeah. 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 Bob, Care about your feelings. Why are you yeah. acting like you don't know? Your wife has you 100% trained. trained. You're trained. I watch it when I go to your house. And yeah, I'm not calling true. you out because I have the same thing in my... That's... That's how who's relationships got the, who's last. Got the e-bike. It's called being. 
<laughs> oh my god she encouraged it she goes you go you have that's fine you can't have a motorcycle but you can have an e-bike so she has your train <laughs> well no that's a practical Compromise. thing that's a practical okay, thing okay for by whose standards huh it makes no sense, dude. You just admitted that she's got you trained, and you, but you're, you, the example you're using, you're claiming means you're not trained. <laughs> I went out and got wild. a bicycle. You're trained, but you just don't know it. I think women might be more toxic than men having this yeah. discussion. Hey, Bob, who's at home right now? Me. Okay. Where's your wife? Somewhere. Where? I don't know. She did because she she jets She's December, gone like she could be anywhere in December. She, in December, she, she's gone until around the 18th. two weekends a month. She's gone partying up, and he does. He has no. He's like, well, I think she goes for work. I don't know. Damn. She doesn't call me. I never gone on one. See, that's that dynamic of. You know, oh no, she did invite me to New York. I'm going to New yeah, York. yeah, but I'm, she's in Chicago. I'm that's just join, interesting, I'm isn't her it? In New York, you know, I think tomorrow. Oh, I don't know. That means her boyfriend must fly out today. <laughs> Trained, well, dude. Trained, 100%. Hats off to you, Jane Fonda, for admitting and knowing what you like All right. at yeah. that age. I hope she gets it. What I will a- say this. I bet a lot more women are like, you go, girl, to Jane Fonda saying, I don't like old skin, than they would be to a guy going, I'd rather hump a 20-year-old woman because I hate old skin. And I bet a lot more ladies would be like, guys are the worst. They're such pigs and dogs. They're disgusting. Who would have fetishized that crazy thing? Young, tight, smooth skin. Especially when she does What a weirdo. That stuff's good, though. That's a good one, too. I don't know if you've ever tried it, but it's pretty good stuff. Uh, Morning to Matt and Bob. Still got more coming up till 10 a.m. And we still got more tickets for sale at Cat's. Coming back, we're here. Mornings with Matt and Bob, powered by Chewy. Just a reminder, this is what I call a pre. This isn't a sellout risk announcement. We would put a special sound effect in front of that. This is a pre-sellout risk announcement. Does that make sense? You want to jump on it. CapCityComedy.com. Get tickets to our live show a week from tomorrow night. Yeah, we found out yesterday that we had actually sold quite a few more tickets than we thought we had, and um, and so we announced that yesterday. In actually, quite not quite a few, but more tickets right. sold yesterday. Um, so this is the pre-sellout risk, not a sellout risk yet. This is the pre. I'll check in with uh, Chandy at Cap City Comedy Club. Who- does so many favors for us and takes good care of us. Yeah, I'll check in there. And and so we'll do a midweek checkup tomorrow, Wednesday. We'll have an actual ticket count. Okay. And then if if, uh, one is necessary, we'll have one Friday again. But I I assume that by Friday we'll be sold out on the show. Very good. Um, Very good. That's what the projections are telling us. Yeah, we ran it through the computer, the sellout computer. The AI computer and uh, AI is telling us. that uh, Uh, Evenings with Matt and Bob uh, GPT. Mm Mm-hmm. And it is said, uh, you guys will be, you guys are on your way to a, a sellout. Well, Congrats. just I bring it up because someone may have woke up this morning and found a twenty in their jeans. It happens some morning. Feels so good. Feels, Feels good. good. And, right, and you want to take that and call, you know, get to, get with the comedy club, go on the website and get a ticket. I'm gonna say this uh, since pretty much everything is done online these days. Uh, good luck using a twenty dollar bill from your jeans. Uh, you might want to <laughs> transfer that to your Venmo account or something. Oh, okay. It's probably right. got to be yeah. done electronically. Right. I don't know how they do it or whatever. Right. Uh, also, want to remind you that this week on Thursday, stuff the truck happening at the Water Tank, Ooh. which is a fun little uh, bar and uh, what do you call it? Bar and Grill. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, menu yeah. looks pretty good, doesn't it, Chew? 
Yeah, I'm going to give me some. McNeil and 183, just north of 183 on McNeil. From 6 to 8 o'clock, we've partnered with Blue Santa. We're asking you to bring an unwrapped new gift, stuff it into our truck. We'd love to fill the bed of our truck with some uh, toys and gifts for kids. We we think, and we even told uh, the departments here, promo and stuff, we said, look, we've got great listeners. We know they're the kind of listeners who will respond when we're talking about kids. They were kids once, or they may have kids. And I think a lot of us out there may have gone through some rocky times in our beginnings, and uh, we want to pay it forward so that uh, that next gen doesn't not have to go through some of the same things that we went through. If you Secret message sent, secret message received. You want to bring one of those gifts and come hang with us, say hi. There'll be some prizes out there. I think we have some. I think if you make a donation, some people will be able to maybe win uh, tickets to our live show. I think there's maybe some tickets to some concerts that might be out there as well. I don't know. Johnny Rude's going to be putting together, and he always puts together a really good program. He's very sharp where that Mm -hmm. uh, comes in. And uh, Adri as well, who you all don't hear on air, but is part of our, in fact, she's the boss. She's a big boss when it comes to promotions. If you wanted to meet Smokey, who's our new trainee in here, Smokey will be out there. He's actually going to be driving the truck, That's which me. is kind of exciting. What is our vehicle these days? I don't even it's remember. It's truck, right? F-150. Yeah. EcoBoost. <laughs> Throw that in there. EcoBoost, yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, it's got some pickup. There's, is there a name fast. of this? Sh- is the name of this show anywhere on that truck? Because I know they, they oh, no, I cut it off that. years ago. We have wonderful signage that will be on display that has Morning is the name of our show on the truck or the old name? Because <laughs> we've been we here for two years know. now, and I can't, I understood why they didn't put it on in the first year. But in year two, did you have you seen the have you seen mornings with Matt and Bob on that truck anywhere? KLBJ ninety three seven is on the truck. <laughs> no, no. What you so the name of our show no. is not on that truck. No, have you noticed that they they don't put morning show no. names on any of the vehicles anymore no. for mm-hmm. any of the stations? Mm-hmm. Why I would you do it. that? Why would you put your marquee product up there on the marquee? I don't know. There you go. When I go. when I drive the truck, I'll just I'll tape the little paper up. Hey man, anything anything helps. Man. Anything helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would you drive the vehicle around with? I mean, at least put a digital sign in the back window. You know how they have those uh, LED things? They could change Something. that when they change the show, right? They could be, check out our new morning guys. They'll, you know, they'll see me and I'll say, "This is the mornings with Matt and Bob truck." There you go. That they have just wrapped. Cause and then they will probably say, "How come the name of that show isn't anywhere on this truck?" Oh, it's and then what are you going to say? Well, because out of the goodness of their hearts, they decided to wrap a whole truck for the station. When it comes to eating Pringles, you're eating them incorrectly. There's a snack connoisseur out there, which I find. How do you get that job? Yeah, snack connoisseur, connoisseur. I just don't understand why Pringles exist. Okay, because they're delicious? Well, because you're just taking a potato chip, deconstructing it, recomposing it, shaping it, putting it in a tube. It doesn't it doesn't make sense really because you a potato chip already exists. But a Pringle, but you're trying to make an artificial perfect potato chip. I don't like this from you. Well, you know what I'm saying? They crush potatoes. Right? No, I think they, they add, use I think they uh, use what's left over from making potato chips or whatever, the sludge, and then they form that into a Pringle. Okay, it's a byproduct. A so byproduct. We'll, we'll agree on that. I'll agree on that. But it, they're delicious. They're I, salty. I guess so, but I the only problem I have is there's no soul in a Pringle. There's no variation. When you have a potato chip, sometimes one's a little more cooked than the other. There's some interest going on there. But I guess if you want to eat the same thing over and over and over again, why not have rice? You can get 10,000 of the same thing in one plate. 
Nobody? That's a hot take. That's a hot take know. on rice. I think you're supposed to eat Pringles more. Rice, the food, when you want to eat 10,000 of one thing. Uh, I say eat Pringles at least three at a time. Uh, he says that we're eating Pringles incorrectly. We tend to take them out of the tube, and just straight out of the tube, they look like a, a horse saddle, right? right? And then we stick them straight into our mouth that way. Uh-huh. Uh, he says that is the wrong way to eat a... Probably not mixing enough oxygen in there when you when you you know some food tastes better. His name is Aaron, and he says, "Go ahead." I mean, no, 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 no. You know how sometimes food tastes better the more air you incorporate into. Like, you ever have one of those Aero chocolate bars that has the air bubbles in? Oh, I love it. Disgusting. For some reason, you get more chocolatey goodness. I don't know how. I don't like chocolate mousse or anything like that either. Mm. Give me dense. I don't like my food food like my people. Okay. He says you're supposed to take the chip, flip it over, turn it 90 degrees. I don't even know what that means. He says you still want the, you want it to, it'll fit on top of your tongue that way, but he also says all the seasoning, salt and all that, the way it goes through the machine is all on the top of the chip. So when you stick it in your mouth just the way it comes out of the can. Oh, that's like the people that say you eat you should eat a slice of pizza upside down. Correct. He's saying that all the way you now remember I, think. I have said it before on the show. I am vehemently opposed to flavor blasting. So mm-hmm. this may not be for me. I think this is for people who are getting the cheese dusted ones and what have you. I, I like a good old fashioned salted Pringle. That's enough for me. I thought all the stuff was in the Pringle. I I, I I don't. I didn't know one side was had more salt than the other. Okay, let me let me tell you something about this. Okay, this snack connoisseur, yeah, is a twenty year old on TikTok. Okay, I don't know that he's actually a oh, scientist. Shane Fonda's trying. Shane Fonda's into the chat. <laughs> we had this same. See, comedians can come up with the same joke at the same time. And we thank them for writing it for us. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I think Pringles are good. I, I think Pringle... Too much repetition for me. They're, Pringles absolutely... Is exactly the same. I think it's the fact that I can rely on them is why I like them. I because so. all the way to the bottom, yeah. I'm still getting a reliable chip. Not a, too much crumb. And then if there is any crumb, I can take that whole can and just uh, scarf it down. Mm. I love a Pringle on a road trip. I think it's a, a, a really good road trip snack. No, no, I used to like well, where those picnic, road trip chip. picnic sticks... Remember those pick sticks? No, what's a pick? They're like stick? little, like almost like ridges, but they're all cut where the ridge is. It's just potato little sticks mm. like this. I've had those French fry. Are oh, you talking about your little French fry potatoes? Yeah, pick sticks. Let me look them up. You talking about shoestring potatoes? Shoestring, yeah, pretty much. And they came in a little can. Sure. Yeah, that's a can. Yeah. Yeah. What are they called? Pick they, sticks. They weren't called pick'em sticks. Pick and stick. I uh, know pick'ems. P-I-C-U-M, I believe they were called Pick'em Stick, right? Yeah. Is that what it was? No, I'm looking right they now. They haven't like been made the, those since like the, the 80s, hydrated right? french fries. Right? Picnic. Yeah, that's what they're called. Picnic? Yeah, there's little shoestring potatoes. I like them a lot. Uh, we got a caller, I think, updating us on a poll that was taken on the Warriors page. Let's go to uh, Valerie. Valerie. Okay. Good morning. Good morning, Val. How are you today? Uh, good morning. I don't know who Val is. This is the Warriors robot, and oh, I am sorry. Call- yeah, that's fine. we should uh, say that this is the the person calling today is the one who runs the Matt and Bob Warriors account on the internets. Yes. Okay. And what is the poll that you're calling us uh, in, in regard to? 
I am calling to report, and I know your listeners love math as much as I do. Uh, Bob, on his wait, wait, what is the what is the poll? Oh, the poll is poll is sauce on burgers, yes, no, or damn oh, hungry. Oh, okay. So yesterday we got in a big fight about sauce on burgers. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Bob yeah. said sauce doesn't belong on a burger. Well, it's not for me. I just think it's childish. Uh, I think it's something you know. It's like putting ranch on your pizza. Only kids do that. Except that you'll not. you'll put ketchup on a burger, which only kids do. Uh, I'm a mustard guy. That's more of a spice than a sauce. But we could we could I argue went with that you recent, I went with you recently, and you put ketchup on a burger. I watched you yeah, do it. Sometimes I like to trip the light fantastic and go a little crazy. But can you admit, especially now that I'm smoking a little, you know, weed? You know what I mean? Can you admit they that got the munchies of all the condiments? Ketchup is the most childlike because uh, it's it's sugar, right? Yeah, it's, it's red sugar. sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't normally. Uh, but go ahead, man. So the what? Warriors account yesterday on Instagram put out a poll asking people, "What? What? Ex- what exactly? How exactly was the poll worded?" Uh, bot so- sauce on burgers. The choices were yes, Matt is right. No, Bob is right. Mm-hmm. And damn, I'm hungry now. Okay. Okay. Uh, as, as an award-winning show, uh, I am I am stunned that more people were hungry than Bob was right. Wow. Yeah. And sauce on burgers won resoundingly by eighty-five yeah. percent. So when you say sauce on burgers won, who also won? Like whose name was attached to that? Uh, I believe that would be one Matthew Bearden. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Love it. Love it. Yeah. It just shows that we have a lot of childish listeners and a, a childish. No, show man, no member we have grown-ups out there a showrunner, but who he's a child. enjoy, we have, gro- we have listeners out there that All love right. and enjoy flavor Let's in their lives. Let's go to Buddies after the show. Mm. Ladies, you got time to go to Buddies as a parting gift? No. no. They don't, no? You think they want to spend any finals. more time with well, old guys been, like they've this? They've been to lunch with us before. Jan, I didn't Jane know. Fonda warned them to be around men uh, I, uh, with skin like ours. I'll have the Buddies with the smack sauce or whatever they call it, the donkey, whatever. What's, what's it called, the Buddies? Uh... <laughs> is it smack sauce? What am I thinking of? Uh, it's buddy sauce. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I wish you could make nasty. I'll jokes. try. I do too. What's stopping you? Uh, it's the the audience. Sauce. Yeah. Thank you. Look at that. See. Uh, thank you very much, Warriors Bot. We appreciate you calling in with those results. That was not a very scientific uh, survey. I'm sorry. I'm not going to accept. We'll see all the Warriors on Wednesday, December 13th at Cap City Comedy yes. Club. Absolutely. Yes. They're all invited. We appreciate it. Thank Maybe we'll you. have another poll then. I'll bring sauce for everybody. <laughs> gonna make, I'm going to make you eat a Thanks, burger Valor. in front of a live audience. That has. I'm going to make you eat just mayonnaise on its own. <laughs> Suck it right out of the package. <laughs> Let's <laughs> take another call real fast. All right. Caller. What's up, caller? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, hey what's up? Y'all were on Pringles Talk. You didn't bring up the number one joke of all time. And I'm not happy with that. Well, I guess be unhappy. Are you going to deliver this joke? Or? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's kind of how we, it's going to happen. I was waiting for y'all to say, oh, yeah, what joke would that be? And then I say, mm-hmm. when Mitch Hedberg says, I think Pringle's original intention was to sell tennis balls, but when the truck showed up, it was full of potatoes, they said, F it, cut them up. 
You're right. I that is the head. number one. That is that pops yeah. right off the top of the head. Is that a chips? I actually thought joke? Mitch Hedberg was funnier than that joke, <laughs> but I don't. I to accredit him with that. I think it's probably one of the bottom. Maybe it's the way he told it was better. I think when he realized, I, would... I think when he realized that or... he was, that joke was going to be attributed to him is why he killed himself. <laughs> yeah. I or, or or what about uh, I, I had a candle, but I needed a candle holder, so I went to the store and bought a cake. That seems more like a. Um, are you a big Mitch Hedberg fan? That seems Hell more yeah. like a Stephen then, Wright. Then joke. why are you trying to ruin his <laughs> reputation this morning? Well, nobody else is going to do that. No. Congratulations. No, we like Mitch <laughs> you Thank saw you, an opening in the community and you took it. And we appreciate that, sir. I would love to see more young people getting off their duff and doing what you're doing, sir. Well, I follow a good comedy. I would love, there should be like cover, cover comics where they go and they redo, like this guy goes around as Mitch Hedberg. There are people that do that. Go to any open mic and you'll see somebody doing somebody else's act, I promise you. I promise you. There are a lot of young dudes out there who are just like, oh, this guy's doing well, so I'll just pretend to be him, essentially. Thanks, bro. We'll we'll work on our Hedberg bits, okay? I don't think he forgot yeah. to hang up. Leave it yeah. on. Leave him on. Leave him on. <laughs> Two of the worst jokes I've ever heard. He I mean, he's got some good jokes. Mitch Hedberg well, is one of the best. But Hedberg, what was, was one of Hedberg's delivery. delivery was very important. You could about... take any joke and deliver it half-assedly, and it's not but so But when you great. take it out and put it in a vacuum like and, this and guy An escalator did. can only be stairs. Yeah. It can't break. An elevator. Escalator. I know, but that... That's why he likes it. Oh. When it breaks, it becomes stairs. Yeah. The elevator doesn't work. And he's making noise in his hotel room, and a guy kept banging on the wall, so he yelled, go around. Hmm. <laughs> guy asked me if I wanted a frozen banana. I said, no, but I might want a regular banana later, so I said, yes. <laughs> Those are... That's right out of the Stephen Wright playbook. Well, that's what Hedberg, who I know. Hedberg was. I know. He's a he great one, one line, one line joke. He was also painfully shy. Hedberg was painfully yeah, shy, uncomfortably so. We he's need Eddie Murphy back. Yeah, he is. And he's in a Christmas movie on he's Netflix. Not a stand-up was. Hedberg sat in this room multiple times. I opened for Hedberg quite a few back times. Turned to us. I don't think we don't hate Hedberg. We we adored him. I wanted him to be able to get help back in the day. I thought it was. I thought of some of his people around him. Then, yeah. Misserved him. Yeah. yeah. But Allegedly. In our again. opinion. Anyway. Well, I'm glad we could end with a little bit of Wow. Death. Little way to... Uh, ladies and gentlemen out there, if you're in your cars, start honking, start applauding, whatever. Big thank you to both Hoops and Breakfast Club who have just wrapped up their internship and no longer have to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning and drive to Austin, Texas. In fact, they'll be waking... Next time they wake up in Austin, Texas, they'll be... Well, careful now. They'll be Mm -hmm. telling a guy, well, call me sometime and making the uncomfortable (laughs) drive back home. You guys were fantastic. We enjoyed having you come in here. And uh, congratulations to Thank Breakfast you. Club, who yes. graduates this weekend. Woo! Thank you. And um, nothing but support to Hoops, who will soon be graduating herself. Woo! Hopefully. Go Cats, go. Thank you.